Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the sports brew. And this is a throwdown Thursday, my friends. It's probably going to bleed over into a uh, freestyle Friday, but we'll see how this goes. What? what? Getting dangerous. <laughs> anyway, you heard his voice. We might as well bring him in. That's right. The one, the only, Shannon, the Twitter Terminator, MacGuffin. What's up, bro? Dude, I got to tell you, I got to give some props to the Giles family on Friday night, man. They came through the, to the brewery. Yeah. And um, Kenny was like, I want some boogeyman. Oh. I start pouring it. Boom. Keg is dead. I said, okay. <laughs> All right. Randy's like, I want some Quadzilla to go. I'm pouring it. Poof. Kills the keg. So the Giles family comes down to the brewery and they each kill a keg. Nice. Sports brew approved. Sports brew approved. Speaking of getting killed, what the hell happened to the uh, Kentucky Wildcats, man? <laughs> how did how did y'all get taken completely housed and manhandled by the pumpkin spice Tennessee Volunteers? What was going on? Those first of all, those black and orange like jerseys, dude. That was wild, dude. The pumpkin spice vols housed y'all housed i got nothing man i mean housed last year the game was like 45 42 um their secondary sucks (laughs) i just want to score some points that's all but sometimes you just get your sometimes you just get your ass whipped and i mean uh, damn son I can tell you, Stoop said this week that if the offense don't improve, people are going to be gone. And he was talking about the offensive coordinators. So, yeah. I don't know, man. You got a kid who's going to be a first-round pick in Levis, and he just he just looked awful. That's just, a, that's, that's a rough outing. That's a lot of credit to Tennessee, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely credit to Tennessee. Yeah. But, damn. Damn, I, son. I mean, I knew they could put up some points. I just thought Kentucky would keep it close. And yeah, 40, stat, 44 I, to 6, not close. I, I, I apologize, D stat. I thought they would keep it <laughs> somewhat close. I'm sorry you missed that parlay, but <laughs> mm. Ugh, mm. yeah, that was mm. that's like one of those that you try to forget about it as soon as possible because yeah. that was terrible. That that's, was terrible. Yeah. Throw the film in the dumpster fire. Just go get rid of it. Goodbye. Throw it in the dumpster, get some <laughs> gasoline. Just burn it all. And burn that mofo. Don't need any of it. All right. That was terrible. Fair enough. All right. Let's go and get Randy up in this piece, man. Oh, man, I tell you what. Talking about the NFL trade deadline, if there's anybody that so far clearly is a winner in that, it's your San Francisco 49ers and freaking Christian McCaffrey. Good gracious, bro. Woo! Yeah, that that's uh, – I'm sitting there watching the – and the red zone going, all right, let's, you know, he, he gets the one touchdown. And then I'm like, catches that, beat up that pass from Garoppolo, and they made a really great catch. And then I'm like, oh, we just need that one, we just need that rushing touchdown. And they gave it to him. And I was like, ah, oh, there's a trifecta. I'm good. Yeah, no, that was sweet, man. That's a hell of an accomplishment. First of all, it's wild. It's wild to think, and I know the Rams got him in the playoffs last year, but it's wild to me that the 49ers just flat out own them. In the regular season, McVay has lost nine of his 13 matchups with Shanahan since they got those jobs in 2017. Dang. That is crazy. crazy. What's 
extra weird is that Shanahan is nine games below 500 in his coaching career against every other team other than the Rams. <laughs> but, wow. But he whooped some ass against the Rams, bro. <laughs> It's funny I see social media. Can we play the Rams every week? Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just crazy. But you know, and that was a game without Debo. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That that McCaffrey chucking that that touchdown pass to Ayuk that that was that was pretty. And then um, it sets up for the things that can be. And we've talked. Obviously, we've talked about this quite a bit. I love the trade. You know, and, and I think it's reasonable for where they're at as a team, for how they're built, for how they're constructed. And obviously, you have a quarterback question going forward. But realistically, this is a window that is this year, right? And Garoppolo yeah. is there. We can speculate about what he's going to do next year. You know, if they happen to win the Super Bowl, and you know, Jimmy G like drive does the victory parade and then drives onto his next football team. I mean, who knows? But for this season in the here and now, this is a good team, right? You got a good defense. Obviously, struggle. They've had some struggle bus moments, but McCaffrey is a trade win. And as he gets acclimated, I mean, just Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey—that's a lot, you know. And if they're healthy on defense, it's a good squad, man. You know, obviously, I mean, the juggernaut of the NFL has to be Philadelphia, and then it's Buffalo, and then I guess you'd probably go Kansas City, but. The upside for the 49ers is tangible. That's real. So, and that's you know, just great. There, there's real good upside since Debo didn't play. They should probably just trade him to Indianapolis. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Because that's that's what they, yeah. That, that's what was holding him back, man. Was Debo? It was Debo? Debo was holding him mm-hmm. back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, incidentally, Levi South, the amount of red in the stands, <laughs> at the, it is it is disgusting. I feel like I, you know. I think the only team that has worse attendance from their own home fans is Washington, and that's mm-hmm. just because they hate Dan Snyder. <laughs> and I mean, just the amount of 49ers fans. It's just amazing to see it every single time. You're just like. What the hell, dude? This is crazy. <laughs> it, it, well, it is just because, I mean, we know Niners, fan, Niners fans travel well, period. Yeah. But it's just the idea that, and I saw, I was reading something on social media, like, it looks like about 75% of the fans here are 49ers fans. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy to even think. It is. That, it is. I mean, I understand when it, when you, you know, it's in-state rivalry, but still, that's... <laughs> And just it, like and just like the playoffs last year, when they were like trying to stop the 49ers fans from even buying tickets. Yeah, During, good luck with that. Well, ridiculous. yeah, you, you get all the secondary market stuff anyway. I mean, it's just it's just bizarre. I mean, they won the Super Bowl last year, dude. Where is the home support? I know they're on the struggle bus. And incidentally, <laughs> McVeigh deserved every ounce of criticism for having Cup out there in absolute garbage time when it already looked like they had conceded the game, burning clock, doing run plays, and they got Cup out. There. Why, man? Wow, um, it makes no sense. I mean, that's a, a, a minute and change, and he's out there, and he and ends up getting hurt. Just stupid. I mean, it he, is. he's the most valuable, you know, skill position player they got. Lord knows if you think the Rams are struggling now, let Cup actually miss time mm-hmm. of any significance. And I mean, you might as well circle this this one down the drain, man. That's done. They're probably done anyway. But I mean, God bless. Don't get that dude hurt. No, terrible idea. But Definitely, I'll I'll raise a glass to Christian McCaffrey uh, for doing the, the hat trick, the trifecta with the passing touchdown, rushing touchdown, and receiving touchdown all in one game. It's a, it's a, it's a neat list. Since 1970, there are four 
We obviously McCaffrey's one of them. LT. LT's one of them, 2005. Yeah. Walter Payton's one of them, 79. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You guys know the other one? What year? I wouldn't have guessed it. 2001. 2001. Mm -hmm. If I give you the team, you'll probably get it. Oh, no doubt. Marshall Falk. No, it's a great guess, but no. Okay. Mm -mm. You want the team? Yeah. New England Patriots. 2001. Mm-hmm. Shit, who was already back then? Lindy <laughs> would know this. Was that Corey Dillon? Nope. Nah, that was 0405. I'm just going to give it to you. Uh, Curtis Martin. Well, no, it, it, it's not, it doesn't necessarily have to be a running back. Don't box yourself into a running back. It's players with a passing touchdown, rushing touchdown, and receiving touchdown in one oh, game. Oh, Terry Glenn? Uh, David Patton. Patton. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, I me either. either. I was like, oh, yeah. I was watching the highlights of it. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's sweet. I, I remember that player. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time since I thought about him. So... But uh, anyway, quality win, quality win, and you got to feel good about the you know the progress of McCaffrey in a relatively short period of time. So I haven't looked at their schedule going forward. But how long? We got the, uh, how we long? Got the Chargers next after the bye week. After the bye week, so they got the bye. So that you mm-hmm. know, it, then it makes sense. You know, you, you have Debo. He's got two weeks, and then you're back after that. So I would imagine you feel pretty decent then about the NFC West. Kudos to the Seahawks. They've certainly played beyond what I think anybody expected them to do. But that sets up pretty nicely for the 49ers to make a run. Because I sure as hell don't trust the Cardinals. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting It's interesting to think and look at it as a whole. But mm-hmm. um, obviously, after the bye, from what I understand, Elijah Mitchell is going to be brought off IR, back off IR. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Armstead should be back. Uh, so, like, getting healthy at the right time, as a, the way I look at it, is getting healthy at the right time, uh, rather than, because, I mean, yeah, we're still going to miss in some pieces, because, like, Mosley's out for the year because of the torn ACL, yeah. and I think Kinlaw's going to be still out for a little bit, but beyond that, just getting pieces back, getting offensive players back in general, that offense is going to be ridiculous. Uh, it's funny uh, listening to a couple of different things, like on NFL.com and mm-hmm. things like that, talking about Apparently, uh, Shanahan was walking through the halls at, at the at the facility and was like, does anybody know if Christian can throw the football? <laughs> and apparently, that's when, like, the next day, the tight ends coach sent him a video of him at Stanford when he was doing stuff like that. All right, let's go. <laughs> Feeding the ball, baby. <laughs> so, oh, I, I like how the Shanahan's just like, you know what, let's go ahead. Let's yeah. be, make special plays for him that only he can do. But it also kind of goes to show you that Carolina just didn't use him right. No. Well, I mean, Carolina is not in the same stratosphere, you know, right. not, not over the like, past couple of seasons. So, but this is like you could, McCaffrey just seems to have this extra bounce in his step now. Like he's just playing like that Hell much yeah. harder. Like Wouldn't he's just you? that excited. You went from shit show with Baker Mayfield, right? <laughs> you went from the outhouse to the penthouse. Yeah, man. I mean, you got to feel good. You got to feel good. He loves football. You got to feel good. So, well, here's yeah, obviously, and, and obviously, you know, the, it made it made sense for them to trade Jeff Wilson, um, just because he it's going to be him or Elijah Mitchell. Obviously, they're going to go with the younger guy who doesn't have fumbling problems. So, yeah. <laughs> yay, but fumbles! Not. But I'll give him credit. He's he's done a lot for that team since for being an undrafted free agent. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see him back, him in Miami, back with McDaniel, and getting to 
share time with Raheem Mostert again. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say that we were talking about trades. The one trade I absolutely, for the life of me, don't understand is the Lions trading Hawkins into the Vikings. If I'm yeah, a, if I if no I'm a, if I'm a Lions fan, I'm straight up pissed. I know they got decent value in return, and I hear that, but there's not. I mean, let's be real, man. There's only so many vibe where you go. That's a legitimately good tight end, <laughs> like absolutely. So, in a league. I have a I have a theory. What's your theory? So, I think the Lions, the Vikings, and the Bears all got together and said. F Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, we're not letting them win the division this year. <laughs> <laughs> so the Lions were like, "Oh, you need a tight end? Here's T.J. Hawkinson." The Bears, oh, a second pick for Claypool. Let's go give them a Bruh. better one, Bruh. I'm telling I, you, I really, I'm, I was really, I was thinking Claypool was going to happen. You know, I, I really was. I, I felt pretty good about that, and they were in the mix for for him and. I'm not saying Chase Claypool is perfect. I'm not saying that. He's got some flaws. But there is something about getting moved that can be a little humbling. And he's obviously still very young. And he's flashed some nice upside. But mm-hmm. a big body, right, with a guy that can do a lot of things, that to me felt like that would have been great. You know, a, a great tr- result from the trade. I'm not, who knows what it would have been like on the field. But I was really vibing on that one. I was, I was, I was hoping for that. So, man, that was... Not only a bitter pill that Claypool didn't end up with Green Bay, but that he ends up with the fucking Bears. I was like, really? What the <laughs> hell, man? <laughs> so maybe there is something to your theory. They're like, nope. <laughs> Anybody but Green Bay. Screw them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's let so, let's let Rogers go rage on the McAfee podcast. Right. So <laughs> Or passive aggressive rage on the on the podcast. Yeah, passive aggressive. But <laughs> Hawkinson another outhouse to penthouse because mm-hmm. I mean you're in the dumpster fire of Detroit, and then you go to first place Minnesota, who's quite frankly played well, pretty well. Yeah, they have. I mean, I again I, I think generally speaking, people don't necessarily trust Kirk Cousins or his, you know, Kurt Cousins as Washington used to say. And I get that. That being said, Justin Jefferson is legit. Mm-hmm. They're having a good year. And don't forget, like, last year, the Vikings, I want to say they lost, like, eight one-score games. Right? It was the most It was the mm-hmm. most in, in the NFL by far. And this year, I believe they're 5-0 and in one-score games. All right? And they held on against the Cardinals. I don't – look, I, I'm not real high on the Cardinals. They're obviously much better with Hopkins back. For sure, that that one-handed grab he made in the end zone oh gosh, in the second dude. quarter that was Woo. that was disgusting. That was an absolutely disgusting catch. Hopkins is phenomenal. He's phenomenal, but you know Kyler Murray, for all the brilliance he can display, you know when some plays break down, he scrambles around. He God, he's, he's like got that twitch speed, right? Just, just the turnovers are brutal. They are. The turnovers are, are they're just brutal, uh, they, and they also had a um, Dorch fumbled a punt, <laughs> gave that up. Vikings got that back, so you know thirty four to twenty six. I mean the Cardinals had lots of opportunities, but Murray interceptions, and the Vikings stepping up on D late, seal up that win. You know again it's just yeah they're five and zero in one score games this season. It, it's a big deal. And I don't, I don't yeah. love Kirk Cousins, but you know the Vikings are unbeaten at home. They're six and one, so Kevin O'Connell has done a, a really good job. Only else to feel, you know, right? huh? 
they're only else the Philly, right? Who's undefeated? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you you can't hate on that. No. Nah. You know, it's not like the Niners losing to the Falcons. Oh, I'm sorry, Randy. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> or it's not like Kentucky losing to the Tennessee. Or or uh, uh, Indianapolis tying with Houston. <laughs> I mean. Or the Chiefs losing to the Colts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All kidding aside, they have a window too. And that's not just a trade for this year. I mean, Hawkinson is legit, right? Oh, yeah. C- Cook is good. Mattinson's good. Cousins is solid. He's, you know, I don't know how you'd grade him out, but he's certainly a top 15 quarterback. So you want to round out the team. And they have Justin Jefferson and Hawkinson out there. That's nice, man. And Thielen's a good, too. Yes, no, Thielen's very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, to have those three guys, that's a, that's a great group of you know, and Dalvin Cook. Let's not forget him. Oh so, yeah. So I mean, that's a really nice skill position group, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's legit, yeah. and you need that. So if they can have, if they hold on and win the division, which I mean, who knows? There's still plenty of games left, but I mean, you certainly don't go. Well, I think the Bears are going to storm back and take <laughs> it. Uh, the Lions can't get out of their own way, and you know, Minnesota already has a head-to-head win with Green Bay. Green Bay's offense looks putrid for the most part. Felt like Buffalo just took it easy on them in the second half, really. But, um, I mean, that should be the Vikings division. So if you can get a home game somewhere along the line, or depending on how things play out, if you get home field, then that's pretty good for old Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You know, no guarantees, no guarantees. He's got to earn, he's got to earn the trust in big games, big light situations. You know, his history is that. But, you know, if you believe in the window, you believe in the team, you make a move like that. I'm just still surprised that the Lions would move a quality tight end mm-hmm. at all, but doing it in division. Gutsy. Yeah, that Ooh. is kind of what really surprised me the most about yeah. that trade. Yeah. It's like, I get you're looking to rebuild, you're looking for pieces, and but to do it, to, to send it to... Your, your division rival that that's just that screams like how do you fuck that up that's that's what that screams it's like i just don't get the trade yeah it doesn't make sense i'm telling you it's f green bay they all got together and said Maybe. f them they're not winning it this year well if it, were, if it was truly f green bay then you know it's one I, I mean i guess i can understand to a degree but why didn't they try to pull the trigger on somebody other than Claypool? You know what I mean? Or they, oh, I'm sure they were the mix for a couple of people, but I mean, I know they already. It's not like they don't already have a damn good tight end. So it's just like I just kind of surprised they were relatively quiet. I for the one team that I expected to be active like near the trade deadline was them, just because they're lacking so many pieces. Well, they, they weren't successful. They were active. They just weren't successful. It's so not like they don't have draft stock to, to move or other players they potentially could move. Yeah, well. I mean, if they wanted them bad enough, they would have thrown in a five or a six. I mean, come on. If, if they wanted Claypool that bad, they would Well, the other thing is, is – Kept I, them on the phone and said, what do you want? Yeah, I mean, the other thing is the Steelers, they may they may be going with the idea that you know, the Bears pick is, is more likely to be more valuable. You know, based in the long on, run, it probably will based be based on what they'll how they'll finish this year. Mm-hmm. Speaking of value and picks, I know I threw this in the chat, but it is amazing to me 
when you go back to the Trey Lance trade or the the just the draft trade for, for the for the 49ers to move up what the the Lions what the Dolphins have parlayed those picks into good job on there I mean that's really incredible at the moment for right now the Dolphins absolutely won that trade now if Trey Lance ends up being a phenomenal quarterback that maybe it's a wash but at the moment you figure that the Dolphins essentially turned those picks into Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, and now Bradley Chubb, who they also re-signed to a big old fat contract. Drinks are on Bradley Chubb. I mean, my gosh. I mean, that's that's a hell of a haul, dude. Yeah, I mean that that really is tremendous. I mean, in between Howie Roseman and Philadelphia, and what the you know, and then you you think about what the Dolphins have done. I mean, just an incredible job of roster building and parlaying picks and just making astute moves. It's just ridiculous. Well, and the nice thing about those three players is they're so, I mean, obviously with Waddle, he's, you know, relatively young, but the other yeah. two, it's not like they're old either. They're, no. they, you know, they, they're veterans essentially, but they, but they're still young enough that they can really, they're in their prime. Yeah. That, they can really the build they're, around them. Yeah. They're, that's the point. They're in their prime, you know? So, I mean, really, the only way we'll truly know the value of that is long-term with what Lance does. But at the moment, you go, good gracious. You know, I, I always always kind of chuckle. I think back to that weirdo Rams, like the Rams and the Redskins, when they made all those moves for the Redskins to draft RG3, right? And correct me if I'm wrong, Shannon, maybe you remember, but didn't um, – I can see his face, the guy that was like perpetually 500, the head coach. Jeff of, Fisher. Jeff Fisher. Didn't he send out all the guys like like when they're doing a coin toss? Didn't he send out as all the, the captains? Yes, as the captains or the people that they had drafted with the picks. I was like, oh man, yes. this, this fucker. <laughs> it, was, it was a dick move, but it was it was funny. You a smart motherfucker. That's right. That <laughs> <laughs> was that's. I mean, that's a hell of a troll job, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's messed up, man. That's all right, Mister Five Hundred. Name you Rod Gardner. He's a Rod Gardner of coaches, man. Fitty fitty. <laughs> True story. True story. Solid coach. Solid coach. But hope you like 500 ball. <laughs> anyway. Right. Uh, but, man, just just wild, dude. Uh, were there any other particular trades that, like, really popped to you guys? I don't know about pops, but I think, like, Hines going to the Bills, I think that's that just gives them another weapon. Like, they need another weapon. Yeah. And- yeah. Are you sad about losing Hines, McGuffin? Um. No, because I think he's going to a situation where he has a chance to win a championship. Well, um, of course. I think, and I think his that that'll allow them to either have Singletary or Cook focus uh, squarely on the run game, and they can have Hines just catch passes all the time. And yeah, you know, I was looking at their rushing total against Green Bay, and better than usual. Yeah. Uh, which is not saying a lot, but I think they're looking towards January where they want to get those guys going on the ground really good, and I, I think that's a it was a smart trade. I didn't re- I didn't realize that uh, High in Cincinnati the league in 2018 he's sixth in receptions among running backs and fifth in receiving yards. That's crazy, and he's like part time. Yeah, I know. That's wild. So, yeah. His, so th- I, his 300 regular season targets equals his 300 carries in four seasons as a pro. Holy yeah. crap. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. I'd say I like that trade for Buffalo, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I think that that's a good move, man. I know they were I thought it was funny all the like the kind of like chatter about Kamara getting traded, but 
I, that, I don't. That know, would have taken a haul. That would have taken a lot. I mean, I, I think the price what they had to give up to get Hines for what the value that he could provide. I think a hundred percent worth it. You know, I mean, yeah, sure, Kamara could be scary with that offense, absolutely, but he's got a lot of baggage and looking at a suspension. So, do you want to? How much do you want to cough up? How much do you want to pay? And do you want to deal with some other ramifications there? So, yeah. kind of a mixed bag. Um, I'm glad the uh, the Washington was able to offload William Jackson the third. He got shipped to the Steelers, but they're gonna. I think they're gonna have like an 18 million dollar dead cap hit next year for that dude. So. <laughs> Uh, bad signing, bad fit, bad signing. Um, also, uh, the Jaguars trading for Calvin Ridley. Look, I think Calvin Ridley is a bitch. Please don't get me wrong, right? <laughs> I remember. I don't know. It's fantasy football related, man. But that fucker last year, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> that fucker, man. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Justin. What? So Houston just won. And Verlander just won his first World Series. Game. Holy cow! Verlander finally gets finally gets a World Series win. Wow, and it was pretty close because Real Muto hit a shot to the wall, and the guy jumped up and caught it right right to the wall. So. Oh, McCormick! Yeah, there there it is. So it was it was pretty close to having a guy on second or third. How about that? Out. So it's been a good series, man. It's a little bit of a roller coaster. Um, for sure. It was funny. Like I, I was watching game one and I'm like, man, five, nothing. Forget it. <laughs> Let me go do something else. And then the, Phil- the Phillies rally up and win that damn thing. I was like, what the hell? I missed all of it. So I had to watch the highlights. <laughs> oh, it's crazy to me. But you know, the Jaguars are a weird team, man. Like I can't believe they've essentially resurrected Russell Wilson from the dead. I mean, Bruh. Oh, dude, dude, dude! The Jaguars. You're not wrong. The Jaguars essentially had that game won, and they choked the hell out of the end of that. That was awful. I mean, Russell Wilson could have high knee down the field, right? <laughs> Ninety-eight yard scoring drive. It's crazy, dude. The Jags resurrected Russell Wilson from the football dead. Unbelievable. Only the Jaguars. Only the fucking Jaguars, man. So, you know, I, I don't know how much value Ridley has. I mean, obviously none for this particular season. It's an interesting move. There's potential. All those things that people like to throw out there because you can compliment his route running and speed and this and that and a lot of the blah, blah, blah. Uh, an interesting move. We'll see if it pays off or if Calvin Ridley just ends up being another Florida man. <laughs> so we'll see. I think it's a good gamble. Honestly, I think it's a, I think it's a good gamble. Uh, even though I absolutely hate that guy for the bullshit that he did last season and how many weeks I held on to his punk ass <laughs> trying to navigate the fantasy season. Bastard. Um, Robert Quinn joining the Eagles. I like that move. Roquan Smith going to the Ravens. I like that move a lot. That's a very Ravens move. That's yep. not the reason I was really surprised about Chicago trading for Chase. You know what I mean? Because they traded two like, defensive guys. They're moving yeah. guys out of there. And then I was like, what the hell? <laughs> right. I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to build around fields instead of a defense. Because they've always built around defense. Maybe they're trying to maybe yeah. switch it up and build around the quarterback. Well, I'm sure some of it is a matter of resource allocation. And if they're not going to pay Roquan, then get him out, I guess. But 
I don't get know. something for him while you can. Yeah, basically, it's, it's just I don't know. It's just that seems like he was a cornerstone kind of player. Yeah, so, no, I agree. That, that's Absolutely, a, that's a tough one. Like Quinn, okay, a little older, fine, but yeah, Roquan. That I don't know. The Ravens should be super happy they were able to pry that guy away from him. So, but Claypool, the Claypool trades just surprised me after you know them doing those other things. I just didn't think they'd be like acquiring, but whatever. Maybe that's just you know. F Green Bay. Thanks, y'all. Mm. <laughs> By the way, the uh, <laughs> I did. We always have our game of game of the week at work, and uh, I switched it up. So I basically sent the thing out and uh, asked the staff to pick, you know, the World Series winner. So I'm very curious to see how that shakes out. But I sent it before Game Five, so it was two two. So I'm very curious to see how that shakes out. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the first time either one of these teams, Astros, obviously haven't. But I don't think Philly. They haven't lost back to back in the playoffs, right? So yeah, this was the first back to back. Yeah, this is the first back to back loss, which is pretty significant. Oh, yeah. Um, but a tight game, and it, I appreciate that. I've said for years, like I get bored with regular season baseball, but I really do <laughs> like playoff baseball. I think it's way more fun, way more intense, and it just it just gets wild. So certainly a bit of a roller coaster through five games. Do you guys feel any differently about? How you called your shots the other week with with where the series is at? It's right on point as far as I was concerned. You still, I, I, I was hoping Philly would win, but I figured Houston would. Yeah, yeah. I got. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. I was figuring if I, if memory serves me correctly, I think I I called Houston in six. So we're right. We're right there. Right there. Right there. Again, good for Verlander finally getting that win because before this game. I think after game one, he had a 6.07 ERA in the World Series, which is the second highest of all time, and he had an offer. So, pretty good. Yeah, we've we've talked about Dusty Baker. I totally forgot. Uh, who, who did he win his ring with? The Dodgers as a player? Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. 81, I believe. Yeah, back in the day. And, I mean, it would be cool to see him get a ring. I don't know if he would walk off and peace out if he got his ring as a manager. I'm not sure, but he's done his tour of duty, obviously. I mean, he's just under like 2,100 wins as a manager wow. <laughs> like, without yeah, the most career wins by any manager without a World Series title. It's it's pretty wild. By the way, uh, given the rain out the other day, if the Phillies win the series, uh, do we give the rain out a ring? <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> Asking for I mean, you might as well. <laughs> I know, right? Just saying. Just saying. So. Yeah, uh, it was weird, and Randy, you mentioned this earlier too. It was pretty wild to think of the swing from Game Three to Game Four, where the, I mean, the Phillies just straight up hammered, hammered them, dude. Seven zero. McCullers became the first pitcher to give up five home runs in a World Series game, uh, and the five homers also uh, tied a World Series record. That was crazy, and there was a lot of speculation about him tipping his pitches. All kinds of people weighed in on it, so. Uh, but just the the swing from game three to game four with the Astros dropping the combined no hitter on them was pretty wild. Pretty well, wild. and then and of course because of that, you know, you get this crazy betting line where it, it you know all you had to do is was a nineteen and a half between three pointers made and hit three pointers made for the 76ers <laughs> and hits by the Phillies. 
and the 76ers <laughs> hit 19 three-pointers. Oh, my God. And the Phillies get zero hits. How how mad? How mad Did are you, those? Oh, my gosh. That sounds, like, that sounds like one of those Mark bets. <laughs> That's an SVP bad beat right there. Hell, yes, it is. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? The degenerates, y'all. Yes. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Ask Mark. <laughs> He'll clarify. He'll clarify. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what's funny is, is uh, you know, I don't have a dog in a fight, and I think I took the Astros, I think. But I think there's a part of me that's kind of been pulling. I don't know why. Like, I've been like, yeah, go Phillies. I don't know, which is just weird. I don't have any attachment to Philadelphia other than I love cheesesteaks. Outside of that, <laughs> you, know what you know what I'm saying? I'm to look at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But anyway, I did think it was funny. People were, you know, arguing about the combined no-hitter and its significance. It's like, dude, it's still a no-hitter, man. Second team in MLB history to throw a no-hitter in the World Series. And, I mean, the days of, like, Don Larson, the days of somebody going, you know, straight through. I mean, that was 1956, dude. Yeah. What's, what's the likelihood in today's era, analytics, bullpen, blah, that you're going to see somebody in the entire game? I mean, what is the likelihood of that? I don't know, man. Yeah. The last the last that I can remember, and good Lord, that was an 0-1 World Series, was Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling, dude. It felt like one of those two dudes started four or five games of that series. <laughs> I mean, Kurt Schilling in the when the Red Sox won as well. Um, I don't know, man. Like the the dudes going deep to the game anymore. The analytics just that's just kind of killing it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, here's to the Phillies bagging Game Six, so we can get a Game Seven. <laughs> right? Hey, give me Game Seven. I love Give me Game, game seven. seven, man. Give me Game gotta, Seven. Got to make Mattress Max sweat. That's right. Make Matt. <laughs> that's right. Make Mattress Max sweat a little bit. I like that. I like that. Good call. Good call. All right, uh, Shannon, any other uh, kind of, I don't know, either one of you, any other kind of thoughts to wrap up uh, World Series chitter-chatter? Nah. Right, I'm, you good? I'm looking at my notes. I don't really have anything else. All right, that's cool. I mean, it's like it's it's the beauty of baseball in general is that mm -hmm. if you're on, you're on. If you're not, if you're ice cold, you're ice cold. And it can just hit strike you at any time. And that's one of the things we get to really enjoy about playoffs in general mm -hmm. and especially the world series is just the idea that at any given moment it just clicks for everybody and yeah. that's what we saw last night and obviously tonight we see that kind of bleed over a little bit you know you know congrats to verlander getting his first ever oh my god i, bet <laughs> I he still is so can't happy. believe it's his first ever i know that that's wild that's, i'm sure he's gonna get the cat daddy dance later tonight <laughs> <laughs> A lucky bastard. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's great for him, uh, but it's just it's still it still boggles my mind considering how good he's been for how long. And God bless. It's what his third World Series, a third or fourth World Series appearance as a pitcher, and like uh -huh. now he just got his first win. It's like, bruh. I I think if we're gonna drop like random Verlander, what was it Kate Upton? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that deserves a K seven rewind. Do y'all remember this song? Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Cat Daddy Dance, that buddy. I am. Nah, 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 turn me on, turn me loose. <laughs> oh, that's a rewind. What was that, early 90s? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> MTV party to go. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> oh, man. Excuse me. <clears throat> I still have a, res- a little residual funk. So, But better than last week, uh, for sure. Yeah, I had to go get Katie from school today, and I don't know, man. I, I don't know if my mind's playing tricks on me or mm-hmm. what, but she, she's running a fever right uh, now. Well, I mean, it, it, it's the time of year. You're having, a, a you know, obviously, uh, some COVID stuff popping back up, and then a bunch of respiratory crap. RSV. I mean, it's it's the time of year, dude. And um, hang on, <laughs> a friend a friend of ours. They just like there was a middle school dance, and like right after the middle school dance, man, they just had an outbreak at their school. <laughs> it's like, yep, there you go. There it is. Same, same. Yeah, it's just respiratory stuff, you know, respiratory stuff, funk, flu, Rona, all of it, man. So buckle up, people. Hydrate. Take your zinc. Take your vitamin what, C. What was that song back in the day? The mm. Rockefeller skunk and the funk soul. <laughs> funk soul, brother. Check it out now. Yes. Yeah, I'm just going to look up funk soul, brother. That'll get us there. Fat Boy Slim, Rockefeller skunk. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Right about now. The there you funk go. Soul, brother. Check it out now. Wow. Soul, I have not seen this video in a long time, dude. Funk soul, brother. Check it out now. Holy Toledo. Funk soul, brother. Right about now. Funk soul, brother. Check it out now. Yep. Ah, dang. I ain't heard this in forever. That's a nice rewind, man. Thanks for the thanks for the suggestion there. I appreciate that. I, every now and then, dude, I hit a home run. I know. That's that's the way it goes, man. I it's appreciate like that. I'm like the Juan Pierre of podcasters. <laughs> every now and then, I hit a home run. Every every once in a while, bro. <laughs> Next time you should call your shot. I will say just to wrap up some of the trade stuff. I I I do like the uh, the Dolphins acquisition of Bradley Chubb. I like that move. Um, yeah. And you know the Dolphins are gonna and obviously they had some drama with Tua's injury. I get all that. But keep in mind, Tua, as a starter, he's 11-2 and two over his last 13 starts. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell, they have just under 1,700 yards receiving yards combined this season. 1,688. That's, that's through eight games, y'all. That's a good one-two punch. That's, yeah, it's filthy. Isn't that like on par with like Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt back in the day? The, that's a Super Bowl era record for two two for two team two teammates teammates yeah two two I was I'm like two a teammates like it was, <laughs> it, was too, it was too much I it see was, what you did it, there it, it, was, it was too much man like I, I haven't had enough uh, alcohol too to, too a much huh? yeah it was too a much I haven't had enough stuff to, to handle uh, that uh, vernacular that <laughs> that word lobber I don't know anyway. But yeah, eleven and two over his last thirteen starts, man. And look, yeah, I mean, kudos to the Lions. I had a fast start. Get you know, get out on that. But Tua, Tua and Waddle, ridiculous. 
ridiculous. And they just kept on they kept on coming, man. I, I will say watching the highlights of that game, it was crazy because one of the last last gasps for the Lions, uh, they went for it on fourth down late in the fourth quarter, obviously. And Goff heaved it up to uh is it Josh Reynolds? And it was just like right there in front of, you know, he's diving, but it was right there. He just couldn't bring it in. Um, mm. but he also had a ball like Goff fired off just a missile Uh-oh. at him in the end zone and it went through his hands in the end zone. Mm. Right. I mean, it was just, it was brutal, you know, and Shannon, of course you are correct, sir. You said balls. Yeah. <laughs> Vintage. So that acquisition of Chubb, I'm not saying they had to pay him, but whatever they went ahead and they, they paid him. Look, you know what's in front of you with Kansas City and with Buffalo. And I think Tua's done an admirable, admirable job. We can fault, mm-hmm. you know, people have tried to pick that dude's game apart, uh, his deep ball, whatever. But here's the thing, man. If they scheme time and basically if they can execute, that dude's accurate. Yes. You know what I mean? He's accurate. And there are times you will willingly trade accuracy for just pure arm strength. If you got a Howard but you can't hit anyone, doesn't do you a lot of good. Right? I mean, but let's just be real. Yeah. So, you know, their defense is there is a huge issue for them because their offense looks ridiculously productive, particularly with Tua in. I, I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to burn any energy worrying about the games where Tua didn't play or he got knocked out. They've been very productive with Tua under center. Period. And I'm sure they're glad they didn't trade Gusecki. Yeah, no kidding. You know, it's still weird to me that they entertained that, or at least there was rumors about it um, earlier this year. Not so much at the deadline, but earlier this year that that was floating through the ether. So I like the Chubb move, man, because they're going to need they're going to need that defense to be better if they're going to be able to take down Kansas City or take down Buffalo. Period. 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 End O story. Uh, where you want to go next, man? So what you were just saying is the Chubb move made the D better. Hell yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> you. Hey, look. Yo, I see what you did. Look. Uh, what's in the box? <laughs> Works for Cleveland. Works for Mr. Cleveland. Chubb. Works for Cleveland. Well, not for Deshaun Watson, but it does work for Cleveland. Oh, no. no. What's in the box? <laughs> And we let him off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that Deutsche bag suspension up soon? I uh, think December, yeah. Week 11? Is that when he his, his first game's at Houston, of all things. Oh, of course. Why don't we just give him an easy game to start? That's a great way to go. Well, <laughs> I mean, and where his... are the white women at? <laughs> He's going back against his old team. It's like, dude. Yeah. Like, really? How, how do we... I don't know. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. <laughs> well, the NFL makes a schedule, so you can make this shit up. Oh, true, true story. Mm-hmm. You can. Um, by the way, I will say again. I, I want to uh, number one. I didn't realize that Josh Allen grew up a, a Green Bay fan, so that was cool. And I believe was it. It wasn't Diggs. It was Gabriel Davis, also a Packers fan. And so, look, number one. I work with a I work with an inordinate amount of Bills fans. It's really bizarre, and I don't mean like they're just randomly Bills fans. I mean like people that are from 
<laughs> like the uh, buffalo. buffalo or the surrounding areas okay it's kind of like how random it is that randy you know is from like syracuse you know and, you know you know what i mean like it's just random right how, how did your punk ass end up down here anyway some of the, some of my coworkers are legit like new yorkers <laughs> and it, look there's only one new york team y'all that new jersey shit doesn't count get out of here that's just, buffalo that's right the only new york team is buffalo other two are fraud, the Jets and the Giants. Y'all are New Jersey suckers. I'm just kidding about that. But I always think No, you're not. <laughs> I always I always think it's funny when people start arguing about it. I'm like, go for it, y'all. About to queue up some Sopranos theme music for y'all. Um <laughs> <laughs> But um there was a part of me that was like, Oh, thank you, Bills. Thank thank you, just Josh Allen, and, and thanks thanks y'all for, for easing up a little bit in the second half. And I, I don't know if that was they, they, look, they they got a little sloppy, and some of that I wonder is if they just knew if they needed the score that they could. You know what I mean? And uh, mm-hmm. not to say that they coasted, but I was really worried they were going to absolutely beat the hell out of them. 27, 27 to 17, grand scheme, the Packers covered that month. That mon- that mon- <laughs> the hook, spread. baby. Yeah. That was, and a half. Yeah. That was, that, was, that was a win for somebody, you know? Um, I will say I, I really hated – in the third quarter, when Tun- there was a uh, Rodgers hit Tunyon, not Funyon, uh, and it got wiped out by what I thought was a really, really ticky-tacky offensive P.I. call. Hated that call. Look, it's not changing the final outcome of the game. It's not that. But I didn't like that call. Packers had a tough go of it. Uh, but, I- again, I had lots of conversations with my Bills fan, you know, coworkers. And I was like, yo, dude, if they if they get out of this game without getting their ass totally handed to them, that's a win. And I'm not going to say moral victory. That's not that. But what's nice is I thought Jones was productive. They had some moments. I was a little bit worried that A.J. Dillon was going to be hurt because I swear to God it looked like he was he got a horse collar. They didn't call it that, but it looked like he got horse collared and pulled down. Uh, and I was worried he was going to be hurt. But they played him tough. They played him tough. You know, and I think there's that's not a victory in the in the in the column, as they would say, but they showed a little bit, a little bit of resolve. They still have their flaws. Obviously, that wide receiver room is 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 a struggle bus, and Rogers Rogers still isn't right, but and the team isn't right, but they were that was more competitive than I went into that game thinking it was going to be, and there's something to be said for that. Uh, turning the corner and and just trying to get these young guys up to speed. And now we're you're past the trade deadline. There's none of that speculation about any of it. What you have is what you have. The only other thing that's out there is the the outlier possibility that maybe they get Beckham. And we'll see what what OBJ does, right? But that's not even. I mean, who knows what the, what he's going to be either? You don't know, right? So oh, you're forgetting Antonio Brown, buddy. Oh yeah, yeah, my dude, AB. <laughs> if he could stop trolling Tom Brady, bro. <laughs> Come on, man, let game. it, let it go, AB. Let it go. I tell you, in between AB's idiocy and Kyrie Irving just being an absolute social media moron, I just, it's just a, those two guys, man. Different reasons. Yo, read read the room, fellas. Come on, man. <laughs> Just read the room, dude. Seriously. Read the room. So, 
But it, it was good to see Dobbs. Uh, he brought in the touchdown in that game. Again, they had some moments. I, I was just happy to see that they didn't get their ass handed to them. Again, not a moral victory. I don't think it's that. But I, I think you could see they had some fight. They played them tough. Um, and they had some opportunities. They, did, they didn't finish on some of those. They didn't get enough done. I will say that weird sequence of events where they traded interceptions was wild. Rodgers was a tip ball. I get that. But that was a screwy sequence of events. But keep in mind that the Bills, by the way, they're 5-0 and versus playoff teams from last season. I'll tell you the biggest plus for Green Bay in this mm-hmm. game was the 200 yards rushing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to me, oh, yeah. that, that was a big plus. Dobbs. Made a couple awesome catches, yeah. and uh, what's his name? Toure Tour made one of the best catches you'll ever see on that long touchdown. Yeah, they, they had some moments. They had some moments. Not great. Not great. Not good enough. Not for a dub. But, but it felt like Buffalo, if they wanted to start pressing on the gas. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they would right? I mean, you know, and they knew that. That's what it kind of felt like. It was like, all right, y'all, we're good. We got up on them. We don't need to embarrass them. That almost felt like it. We're not going to embarrass you. It's kind of, I always think back, and this is, this is terrible. I always think back to that damn Patriots-Redskins game with Joe Gibbs when they stuck like 50-some, oh. I wasn't 56 to, I don't know, they beat poor Joe Gibbs's ass. And I'm oh, like, was, uh, I'm yeah, like was why, a dude? Deep burger to bagel. Yeah, like, why, man? Why are you embarrassing old Joe? Come yeah. on, man. That's fine. You, you didn't have to get over. You didn't have to go fifty burger on on Grandpa. It's just rude, fuckers. That's why y'all lost to the Bears the other week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what I find really interesting is the fact that I think Green Bay did have a solid game plan going in to play Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously one of the things you want to do is control the clock. You want to make sure Allen doesn't have a lot of time, but he's developed so well over the years. He's to the point now where it's like you can't give him Patrick Mahomes, you know, even, even no. Aaron Rodgers, no. at least last year. I, this year I don't know, but you can't give him like, – you don't give him 30 seconds. No. You just don't. He can just I – mean, he definitely decided it when it was time. He was taking, he was taking charge of it himself, not just – throwing the ball down the field, but some of the runs Allen had, yeah. good God, yeah. he was just like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he, his, his run is what set up that Knox touchdown in the, mm-hmm. you know, in, at the beginning of the game, Josh Allen's a beast, dude. I, I think it was on SVP and they were talking about through eight games of the season, like the most yardage is uh, like a quarterback was re- responsible for. And obviously with Allen, his is going to be, rushing and passing the only one that was in front of him and i don't know if this was just the super bowl era i would think so the only one that was in front of him was like peyton manning from 2013 or whatever when when the when the broncos were just lighting everybody on fire peyton was not i don't know maybe he was within 150 yards of peyton because I, I i think if, if you break it down he's averaging like rushing and, and passing it's it's around 350 ish yards per game filthy filthy so yeah, you, you can tell um that buffalo this year is playing with a chip yeah. on their oh, shoulder yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yeah dude hell yeah they want to finish this thing and i i have no qualms of uh, pulling for buffalo unless they're going to go head to head with the team i'm specifically rooting for good on them man i'd love to see them get a ring that city would go absolutely banana 
I mean, considering the, the party, holy, holy crap. crap! One of my favorite things. Oh, they when they showed the renderings of the new of the new Bill Stadium. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite user comments that I saw. Maybe it was on Twitter. I don't know. They were like, they really missed the opportunity to to uh, <laughs> model this after a folding table, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Phenomenal folding table coming out of there, out of the rafters. <laughs> <laughs> although the buffalo, although the buffalo statues they had in the rendering must have been absolutely enormous, <laughs> they looked huge. But uh, good on them, man. That's going to be very exciting, very exciting. And that's, you know, when you turn the corner and you've you've built you've built well. So this is when you do a stadium, right? Not like this moron Dan Snyder, where you know you have expired Budweiser and you're a dickhead and you're trying to you know screw people and in, into in building you a stadium. Like if you do it right and the organization leads the charge and you start winning and you get the fan base is stoked, this is when you do it because everybody's like, hell yeah, let's build a new stadium, y'all, let's go, <laughs> hell yes, mm. excited. Yeah, I, I think if uh, Buffalo gets that gets that win, uh, you know, obviously going four, mm-hmm. getting going to four and losing all four, it definitely sucks. But if they they can knock this one out of the park, I think we'll all be Bills Mafia if, just for a night, if anything. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, again, unless it's a team I'm specifically rooting for, like it, it, we always talk about, or maybe I imagine we always talk about this. Maybe I just go off on like random tangents about it. But I'm a big believer that we all have our fandom. But when you love sports, there's always the storyline of a season, right? And it's not a singular storyline, but it eventually winds winds down to to really one specific kind of thread and the bills to me if they can finish this you know and get it done and take care of the chiefs and you know who knows play philadelphia take care of the eagles i mean there's a lot of football left and then the playoffs are the playoffs crazy things happen (laughs) right you got the doll yeah i mean certainly it feels like the afc is your deep is your deep components right but who knows Maybe the 49ers are all put together and beaten ass as, as we get later in the season. And that would be that could be a really interesting matchup, too, uh, depending on where the teams are at. But it, it's a lot, man. It, it's hard to win. It's hard to win one. It's hard. And so that would be that would be a fun ride. And I think the party would just be so incredible. So incredible. Oh, my God. Phone tables and all. They have to sell when they have that new stadium open in their pro shop. They have to have like folding tables in there, right? Like, don't they? It makes uh, sense. It makes sense, but I think safety issue wise, I don't think they could probably. Well, they're not saying it. tables for you to jump on, <laughs> right? You don't have Triumph the insult comic <laughs> for me to jump on out there. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> right? They got to sell them, don't they? Come on, I think so. I think I think it earned some cash for sure. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, <laughs> four games get under Rodgers uh, is the second longest under Rodgers. Teams were since 2016. Uh, they haven't been three and five since 06, which was Favre's second to last season. This is one I wouldn't have guessed. Uh, the loss ended Rodgers' streak of 13 straight wins in primetime outings, which had been the longest in the NFL since 1970. Also something I wouldn't have guessed is that the Packers are now 0-7 in road games against the Bills. Granted, they don't play that frequently, but still, to be 0 for all time, I was like, damn, y'all. 
That's weird. And, you know, by the time they play each other again, I would imagine Rodgers will be retired. So uh, yeah. <laughs> he's not going to get that dub. Well, play each other in Buffalo. Yeah, correct. He'll be retired. Correct. I would imagine so. I would imagine so. Anyway, uh, we need to get on to the salute clock and some other stuff. So I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. And yeah, because we're about an hour in. So we'll take at 1230. We're doing all right on our timeline at the moment. We haven't gone off any any real rails or tangents or anything ridiculous. So which means we've been relatively operationally efficient. Sometimes that's nice. <laughs> Todd will be like, oh, man, can you just talk about a whole bunch of stupid crap? Todd, if I have enough to drink, we'll get there. Don't. Just be patient. Be, be, uh, don't make it a trapezium without you again. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I love that text we got back from him saying that we should have done that because that would have been really funny. That's okay, Todd. We'll wait till you're not expecting it, and then we will go to trapezium without your punk ass. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> we just didn't do that to you on your birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. All right, uh, let's take a quick break. Uh, keywords, as always, sports and brew, uh, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, LiveSportsCaster.com, a, a whole host of other hosts and other services. Uh, but we'll take a quick break. We'll be right back. I think we're due for a salute clock, sirs. Hell yeah. Yes. All right, yes, be, we are. be right back. Yes, sir. Had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back. And you know what? We might as well kick off segment two with a little salute clock, man. Uh, first and foremost, a big shout out of uh, gratitude and appreciation for Todd. Uh, I, Giggity probably still owes you a reach around, but uh, man, that <laughs> <I do>. was <laughs> that was that was a good time at Hardywood, man. It was great to see you for your birthday. I still can't believe you're 50 gramps, but um, it was good to catch up, good to hang out. You had a great turnout, man. That was a good time, and um, thanks for a couple of beer tickets. And uh, be glad I didn't chase you down for another one because I was going to smack the ever-living shit out of your ass to get that third beer ticket. So, <laughs> I was ready, man. I was ready. But, uh, no, that was a good time, man. Happy birthday again, and, and thanks for putting that together for people. I It looked like you had a great time, so I certainly hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I know I know that we did. So that, that was fun. That was fun. Good times. But uh, I'm enjoying some El Segundo uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin Broken Skull IPAs, and of course my tried and true and trusty Jack Daniels and Mexico. Always good, always flavorful, and um, I'm just not rolling as many deep. I'm probably a little bit less mean, <laughs> like compared to the days when I'd be on like two or three. I was probably extra spicy with that that stuff, but. <laughs> that's okay man i've been a little gas past couple of weeks because it's just it's it's just been work's been brutal so uh i probably haven't been quite as spicy as i might normally be but that's all right anyway shannon what you got bro they're gonna run with the dancing kilt headless horseman there you go solid yes sir is that the only flavor du jour uh tonight yeah i'm just keeping it light because uh got stuff to do tomorrow and over the weekend so i hear that Randy, what you light, got? Light and tight. Light and light and tight. <laughs> uh, Randy, what you got, bro? Uh, it's been. It was definitely a, a rough ass day. You know, uh, working till seven thirty at night's never a fun thing, especially when you get into work at eight thirty in the morning. It's so. a long day, bro. Oh, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I'm kind of doubling up a little bit here. Obviously, I started with the the Hardywood Bubby's Blackberry Cobbler. Nice. It's the last one we have in the fridge. So 
but also, uh, as I shared with you guys, my uh, Valentine's Moxie Bar Edition nice. came in earlier than I expected. I, I was thinking closer to Thanksgiving, but all of a sudden I get this call from Penny and she's like, you got a package here for you? And I'm like, wait, what? I didn't even get, and, you know, I didn't even get an email stating, hey, it's on the way. It just showed up and I'm like, works for me. So I've been enjoying some of that as well. Um, it's actually, it's kind of sweet, has a, a, a smoky, but also like a woody taste to it, which is actually, it's really nice. Uh, I actually, I really like it. So I'm going to really enjoy this and Obviously, I got to save the bottle because the bottle is just absolutely amazing. Well, but um, one of the cool things thing is up. one of the cool things is is it's got a QR code on the back, Justin, and it basically once you sign up, you get shift codes for uh, oh. head, heads for your characters. Well, uh, figure what a surprise that Roxy, this Roxy, that Moxie gives you head. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> For those of us that know Moxie, anyway. <laughs> if you know, you know. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, I'm glad you like it, man. Uh, hopefully, at some point, um, if you don't enjoy the entire, which you're fully entitled to do, given the price you paid to get that thing shipped from overseas. But true. I would be more than more than happy to share a glass with you along the way. Oh, I don't did. worry. I, I, next time we uh, we get together, I'll make sure to bring some. Nice. Because sure. I did I, uh, after we had that conversation, and I had looked at it before. But after we had that conversation, I was like, let me let me let me price this thing up and see. And like, sure enough, I was like, eighty bucks. Oh, it's just it's just steep. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's something right, I normally wouldn't do, but it's one of those things where I saw it, I started thinking about it, and I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I was like, let me just buy it, get it over with. And uh, yeah, so far, I've been, I definitely, like I said, I'm enjoying the whiskey that's in it. And uh, good. obviously, the bottle is the, the bottle's amazing. I love it. Can't, yeah. I can't wait to just be able to show it off and be like, yeah, this is a badass bottle. There you go. Nice. All right, so... <laughs> I guess now we need to talk about <laughs> we need to circle back to some football games, right? And, and we'll see what else we get into. But I don't know, man. Shannon, this was the, the Fugly Bowl, uh, the Washington Commanders er, football team, er, Redskins uh, versus the Colts. That game was <clears throat> ugly as sin, bro. Look, in the fourth quarter, that was a seven to six football game. <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Well, it, 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 I mean, they might as well like have had uh, Iowa's offense up in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sorry, Iowa fans, y'all suck. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. Not wrong. And uh, but look, in the fourth quarter, yeah, seven to six. Heineke got hit during a throw, and that wobbler that only Danny Werfel could possibly have approved of uh, got picked off by the Colts. And uh, your 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 now former Indianapolis Colt. Uh, Hines ran that thing in on first and goal to polish that drive off and you know they end up going up 16 to 7 right obviously there's some field goals that we missed going from 7 to 6 to 16 to 7 we right, get it right. but Washington closed to 16 to 10 and I appreciated all the all <laughs> the chitter chatter when they were talking about McLaurin and you know they used to be in this section and it's his home all this stuff I thought it was kind of nice and then Dude, man, did he ever step up late uh, under a minute to go? And Heineke was just back there buying time, and he chucked one up to McLaurin, 
and Terry just ripped that thing away from the defender, dude. He went up. He was like, nope, this is my motherfucking ball, bro. Not just a defender, a former defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore. It was like, it, yeah, I mean, it, you had, he, he knuckled up, muscled up, and, and got that damn thing. Uh, an incredible catch um, and an incredible effort. That had to be super satisfying given, you know, his history there. And that set up the the legend of Taylor Heineke keeps growing. It set up that Heineke quarterback keeper on first and goal for them to go up 17-16 to 16 and then yeah. end up sealing that thing. Uh, not a pretty game by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> by any stretch. Um, but, you know, Washington has somehow clawed their way back to 4-4. Four and four. And if I remember correctly, there's not a single NFC East team sub-500. Nope. You know, now that Washington got back there, which is kind of commendable for a division that most people have made fun of for several years. Well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> as they should. So. Deservedly rightfully so, so, yeah. They deserved a lot of the flack. So so my, my thing, Justin, uh-huh. back to that game, you know, McLaurin makes the play of the game, and then Ellinger, as soon as they get the ball, they're trying to get in the field goal range. Mm-hmm. Hits Pittman right in the hands. In the hands, bro. And he goes, official Thanksgiving, he <laughs> butterballs that sucker, man. <laughs> oh. Like, you know I harp on that draft every I time I get the chance, but I that's the perfect example. They could have had McLaurin, and they took Pittman. Or they took Campbell, too. I mean, I, you know, I mean, it just drives me bonkers, dude. It just I mean, absolutely. Hey, look, man, I, I, ha- I have I a new, it. I have a new theme song for the Colts this year. Oh Lord! Just saying, Marvin Gaye, got to give it up. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> no, I mean you're not wrong. <clears throat> mm. I mean, I get it, Shannon. You know, if you could turn back time, you'd. You would draft. Oh, oh, my man. But You're not honest. wrong, Randy. No. You're not no. wrong. <laughs> but I do appreciate the uh, the song. Yeah. <sighs> now, honestly, if anybody deserves a turn back time dedication for this entire past week, it's that Panthers-Falcons game. And DJ Moore taking his helmet off. And then that kicker. Oh, my God. Missing the 48-yard extra point, which was a great call by the Falcons to be like, nope, stick that stick that penalty yard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely 100% right call. Uh, but that kicker missing that and then having the opportunity in overtime. And what was it, a 33-yard field goal? 33-yard yeah. field oh goal. Oh, my God. Dude. an extra point. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is an extra point. Yeah. That's awful. It's awful. Like, it's like more. How do you fuck that up? Yeah. <laughs> right. What was it Pinero? Was the yeah, Pinero? Yeah. Just hey. uh, just atrocious, dude. That's just a lot of shankology, man. Uh, Thank God we get the rematch on Thursday night this next week. Oh. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so excited. Fucking Thursday nights. How do you fuck that up? 
How do you fuck that up? <laughs> oh, that dude. And that was really a wild end of game, man. There were three touchdowns in the final, essentially, three minutes of regulation. And if we when, get that kind of game Thursday night, that'll be fantastic. We take that. Uh, it, it, that was really one of those games that you go, well, that's ugly, man. I don't want to watch that. And it morphed into a really, really compelling, exciting game. By the way, kudos to Foreman. That dude is straight up balling the hell out, man. Yes, he is. Uh, for Carolina. Uh, bagging a couple of touchdowns. I, You know, I, I don't remember how many teams he's played with, but dude has really showed up getting an opportunity this year and just balling out, man. Kudos to him. And kudos to Wilkes for getting the Panthers to play their asses off. I mean, good Lord. By the way, is, is this the end of, of, of Baker Mayfield as a starter? I mean, it has to be, isn't it? I mean, if you're getting right. outplayed by an XFL quarterback, I mean, come on, man. Did I see a clip from practice? We talking about practice where they had Baker Mayfield lined up as like a lineman, <laughs> D-lineman or something goofy? <laughs> I could okay, swear, I could swear that was. Where's Daily Stark at? <laughs> Daily Stark probably has it. <laughs> I could swear they had something really screwy. Yeah, there it is. There, there you go. The Panthers have the headline is the Panthers hilariously have Baker Mayfield playing defense during practice these days. <laughs> they is they have Mayfield taking snaps on defense <laughs> with his red jersey on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a dumpster fire, bro. That is womp, womp. womp womp. That's so ridiculous. But um yeah. I can't believe that was a battle for first place in that division, by the way. Yeah, that's now if you want a division where you're just kinda going uh -huh. Wow. <laughs> it's definitely that one. Yeah. Everybody's got a shot in that division. That's gonna I mean, doesn't that feel like that division's gonna have a sub five hundred division winner? It very well. Like, could. if there's anybody, it'll be them <laughs> coming out I of that. Mean, could Unless you Tampa imagine? magically pulls their head out of their ass. Well, I doubt it, but, you know. Yeah, uh, pretty wild. Pretty wild. We were talking about the commanders earlier, so we might as well circle circle back to this real quick. Um, when the news dropped this week that, you know, the Snodders had, they were setting stuff up with Bank of America to, to be able to handle and review transactions related to the team, blah, blah, blah. The absolute explosion of exuberance of long bitter Redskins or Washington fans and just anybody that's attached to football, unless, unless you just want them to suck because of Stan Snyder, I, <laughs> just the absolute vitriol that is geared towards <laughs> that dude, right? And yeah. the and just the just the sheer notion that he's finally selling the team, right? I mean, he was the number one trending topic on Twitter for a period of time. That's incredible. It was absolutely Not for incredible. the right reasons, though. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I hear you. But uh, <laughs> number one, I'm hard pressed to to imagine that they made that announcement to sell a minority stake, right? I don't think you need to do that to sell a minority stake, but whatever. So I hope that it's true. And I will tell y'all that if he actually sells that team and is gone, that whoever comes in there next, B 
be it Bezos, somebody else. Uh, there was that uh, rumor or story today about Bezos being interested, which he's expressed interest before. Most stories would tell you there's bad blood between Snyder and Bezos because Bezos owns, I think it's the Washington Post, and they've obviously run some anti-Snyder and some critical stories about them. So there's this animus uh, based on that. Um, I was joking around with Lindy that uh, that I think Dan Snyder hates Bezos so much, like he would exact a, a premium, and Bezos would probably have to pay like ten billion <laughs> to get the team from him. But I mean, he could, he could. But uh, the, the rumor mill kept churning. They were saying that Bezos obviously is going to make an offer, and he's going to try to he's going to bring in Jay Z as a minority partner, which I thought was pretty fascinating. But just the. My day was garbage on Tuesday, right? For IT support reasons that I'm not going to get into. But it was a miserable Tuesday. And when I heard that the first time I heard it, I was listening to Dan Patrick. Um, and I had that on the background because I was listening to them in the morning. And when they referenced that, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I had to go to the board I like to read and some other things. And I started following Twitter and it just like the absolute explosion of celebratory feedback and just everything, dude. Read the room. We were talking. I forget what we were talking about reading the room earlier. But if there's anybody, oh, that needs Kyrie to, Irving, Kyrie Irving, and, yeah, read, read, moron, read the room, bro. Just get past your flat Earth globe map or whatever you're looking at and read the room. Just the, the absolute <laughs> explosion of comments and articles and everything in the social media spaces <laughs> of which there are many read the room dude people want your punk ass gone right mm-hmm. they do and i don't think it's coincidental that that's that came out when you have the attorney the u.s attorney you know opening a criminal investigation into the commanders um investigating their finances we've talked about a lot of different things over really the past couple of years easy but for a long time really probably the entirety of this podcast there's there's been criticism of snyder and how he's handled the franchise and all kinds of stuff and i went from some degree of fan optimism early on like oh dude he loves this team he grew up a fan of this team he's gonna spend money you know you're excited at first and he's a dumpster fire he's been a dumpster fire for a long time there's just like this random list of things you can check off, man. Suing season ticket holders, you know, arguing with, you know, sending st- stadium security to, you know, make people put down signs or turn shirts inside out, trying to block people from coming into the stadium with things that they didn't like, selling expired Budweiser at the concessions. I know he personally didn't walk around with expired, but hey guys, here's some expired Budweiser. I mean, I know he didn't personally do that. But to me, it's just reflective of the entire organization that they would do something like that because they're cheap, which, you know, you factor in this idea that they're defrauding the other NFL owners of gate revenue because they're reclassifying thing and juicing stuff. I mean, there's just there's story after story after story after story about how much of a D-bag and a shitbag this guy is, right? I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. That was a That is a legacy franchise in the league. And he has single-handedly, under his stewardship, he has ruined that organization. He has ruined that franchise. He has crapped on and run off the fan base. He has he has single-handedly destroyed everything that he professed to love. That, you know, Jack can't cook and 
Joe Gibbs and, and certainly going back, you go back to Allen some earlier periods as well, but really that era given his age is prime in, in, in the eighties, man. And all the stuff that that team, that organization and the, that leadership at that point stood for, he crapped all over it with how he treats mm-hmm. people and how he's done stuff. You know, the fan base wants him gone. And if this means that that actually is happening, <clears throat> that is a day of celebration. And I was so excited. My, my, my work day was so awful, but that bit of news coming out was like, was an instant adrenaline rush. And I've said to a lot of people that like, I haven't, I have zero commanders, anything, not a flag, not a shirt, not a hat, nothing. Uh, had an opportunity to go to a game over this year and I refused to do it. Um, I don't want to give them any money. Uh, and I'm not, there's lots of fans that feel this way that have just financially boycotted it. Do I watch yep. the games? Yes. But do I give them any money? No. Nope. None. And as a legacy franchise that had multiple generations of success, to be in D.C. and to have some of, you know, you think of certainly Gibbs, but you think of Doug Williams and that story uh, winning the Super Bowl. I mean, there's just a lot, man. There's just a lot. And I think people that aren't old enough to remember that period of time, the only thing they see is, is the last 20-some-odd years of just fuckery under Snyder. Mm-hmm. Meddling, fuckery, shenanigans, stupidity, organizational incompetence, toxic stuff, right? Uh, but that stuff existed. And you get him out, you get him out, that is for the people that are hanging on to their fandom by a thread. Dumping Dan Snyder, I promise you, is the equivalent of winning the Super Bowl. So I've listened on Sports Talk a couple of times this week, local, and they're – I think the straw that broke the camel's back was his wife getting booed at a uh, breast cancer awareness thing. Like she got booed out of the building. That was one. And the other, they were saying that if slash when the sale takes place, there literally could be a parade in DC. Oh yeah. No, there should be. If, if the, when that gets (laughs) consummated, if, and when, Right, because until it happens, right, you know, you can yeah. wish in one hand and and crap in the other. See which one fills up first. Until right. that fucker is legitimately out of there, right? Who knows? Okay, and we can speculate about why they're doing this, or you know, what concessions he tried to exact. We've had our theories and had our dialogue here on the brew about why and how and when he changed the name, and nope, won't do it. And he did it. Changed it twice in the past couple of years, obviously. Nope, won't ever sell the team. Well, you got something listed now. So I don't trust his word anyway. But at some point, you're just a dumping grounds of, of abuse. If you love the team and you love the organization, you've ruined it, right? All this vitriol right. is directed at him. It's it's not fair to dump it on her, I would imagine. But the thing is, the fans, have, they're going to vocalize it one way or the other, right? Yep. Does she deserve that at a, at a at a cancer event? No, she does not. But it's reflective of just the sentiment. People want those two gone, and I don't know how much weight that carries. There, I've read some interesting theories about, you know, she would have she had some influence in finally changing the name. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know how how much merit that is, or is just speculation. I don't know, but it's got a weigh on you just every time you go out that your own fan base hates you. 
It has to. And they don't hate you because you're cheap. They don't hate you because you spend money. They hate you because you're an asshole and you're a terrible owner, right? And there's just thing after thing after thing of, of toxic this and bad that and poor leadership and met. I mean, it's just a dumpster fire, dude. You know, their logo might as well be a fucking porta potty. I mean, it's just been an absolute <laughs> shit show for a huge chunk of time. And, you know, for every little flash of relevance, there's something else that's going on. And look, you know, I, I was, again, I was joking around with Lindy about it might take 10 billion from Bezos. I don't know what this team's going to sell for. I'd say the floor is six to seven billion. Right. I'd say six is probably a good number. As a floor, yes. I think it's going to go for more than that. And I know you have the issue with the stadium. I understand all that. But here's the thing. As soon as it's somebody other than Snyder, you will have competition for where they're going to be. My personal hope is that his ass is gone, you get a new owner in, and they build a new stadium on the old RFK grounds. And you get it back into... DC proper. That's where it should be. Met have have access off the metro. Make it fan friendly. Make a great venue. You're at the seat of power of the nation. I mean, it it's just it, it is great visuals with all the you know the Washington Monument, these other things in DC. It's an incredible place, mm-hmm. right? And to have that be an event again that really the community is involved in and wants to be there, it would be tremendous. Right, it it just really would be, and so I know people discount the value of them because Dan Snyder's a fucking dumpster fire, but you think about all the untapped value that's still there, and to to flip this, the you know to actually have goodwill towards the organization from communities from Maryland and Virginia and the district or the DMV, as we like to say, uh, for anybody that's not if not familiar with that term, it's not the Department of Motor Vehicles. Um, it's the it's 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 the District of Columbia, Maryland, and Virginia, the DMV. That's why it's called that. To have goodwill and to have people be excited, all kinds of people that you've been like, I forgot you were a fan. They would show up, and whether or not the organization officially threw a parade, there would be a fucking parade. Mm-hmm. People would be so happy. They would line the streets and just wave goodbye or call him number one as he left. Rest mm-hmm. assured, it would be incredible. And I hope that's what happens. You know, you get a new owner, change the damn name. Commanders is crap anyway. I'd rather it just be football team if you're stuck. <laughs> but rebrand it, uh, get traction in the stadium, and, and just go. But it, I, I was elated. Just at the very notion that he's selling the team, I was elated. That's a sad statement, isn't it? It is. It is. And I, I don't know what else is going on behind closed doors. For them to have announced that, clearly they've there's some groundwork that's been laid. And you certainly they've had investigations and some other, other stuff going on for a while. What they'll sell for, I don't know. But I would imagine they sort of know ranges and the direction how some things are going to play out. And keep in mind, and we talked about this the other week, that the league, even if they haven't had an actual vote, I'm sure they know their numbers. Right. Oh, yeah. Which means Jerry Jones knows the numbers, which means Dan Snyder knows the numbers. Mm -hmm. So do you want to control the process of selling the team or do you want to get ousted and be forced into whatever? Right. You want to flip that. And if he's smart, which that's that's debatable. If he's smart, read the room, read the writing on the wall, know that all these other owners 
and fans and whatever. They want you out, right? Flip it, say it's your own idea, and ha- just walk off with a big profit, man. I think he paid eight hundred million for him ish back in the day. Well, if you get out of there at not with nine billion or something, you did great. <laughs> you, yeah, I mean, you, you, did great. you just pay off your debt that you owe to the league, and then you yeah. keep the rest. Yeah, so. I mean, look, they, they're not going to build him a stadium. They're not going to. I would say they're the other owners are going to make sure he can't. You know, they've already helped him with his debt load leverage, but. If you don't do that again, you have no stadium coming. Nobody in the area wants to help him with that. He's nope. political, you know, kryptonite. You're not going to get anywhere. He has to know that. Oh, yeah. and, and if you know all this other stuff is going on, I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of groundwork that's laid. And I, I'm going to say six to seven billion is the floor. And I, I, I think realistically, it's more like an eight <clears> to nine, somewhere in that in that range. You know? It may be the floor. But the ceiling is the ce- roof. The ceiling is the roof. Ceiling is the roof, baby. Um, <laughs> and, you know, again, I've seen people, like, they hate Bezos. I understand why if you're anti-Amazon. Man, I get all that stuff. Uh, but, dude, he's got the money. Uh, they already – obviously, he's not in the same capacity with Amazon. But, clearly, you have deals as far as media stuff. Uh, that's fairly promising. So, I, I did think qu- I, I did think it was interesting, though, that they had the Jay-Z – like attachment to that i thought that was fascinating well it's fascinating but my question would be because he has streaming rights would that be a conflict of interest well he's not he's not the head of amazon anymore you know what i mean like he stepped down that's right that's right so i don't know how they would sort all that stuff out they would sort all that stuff out but you figure he's got the paper he's got amazon i saw people joking around about, about calling him the washington primes i laughed at that one <laughs> um, you know, and I joked with Woodfield that they could build a distribution center out of one of the end zones, and I'd still be happy. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't bother me at all. Could have been anywhere in the world. Yeah, exactly. With me. I'd, I'd be tickled. Um, Lord knows, I think we've had several uh, you know silly conversations about drones delivering beer uh, <laughs> and all that. I mean, you know, it's goofy and it's silly, but you, I mean, Bezos, you, you cannot like some of you cannot like certain business business practices of Amazon but what you can't deny is how successful he's been right mm-hmm. building that out and creating this just monster you know company and they do innovate on a lot of stuff so the tie in with Thursday night streaming um and media partners Somewhere along the line, they'd, they'd have to clean up whatever issues that might be there, but they would do that. Uh, I saw one other comment that made me laugh, where they were like, "Please don't, please don't tell us that the the Washington's playing every Thursday night on Amazon Prime." <laughs> I laughed. I was like, "Can you imagine? Oh, look, Washington gets a uh, you know four Thursday night games. Sweet, can't wait." Oh God, <clears throat> I know barf. Um, <laughs> but I, I I will do a dance the day that he is forced out, the day he sells that team. I will celebrate. I will. I will go and buy. I, I might buy some pappy. I don't know. Maybe I'll order there you this. Go. Maybe I'll order this. If you Moxie, can find it, <laughs> maybe I'll order this Moxie stuff and get it shipped to me from the UK or whatever it is. But I will celebrate, and a lot of other fans will celebrate, and we will be absolutely delighted and tickled that that shit bag of an owner is is gone. Can't wait. Said it before. <laughs> Don't want no short Dan, man. <laughs> oh. Don't. Mm-mm. 
don't want no short Dan man. I said it a couple of weeks ago. I'll say it again. Want that fucker out of there. I will tell you, man, that the couple of the greatest rants in the history of this podcast mm-hmm. have come courtesy of a shitty game experience. I, mm-hmm. Early on, you went to that Carolina game. I'll never forget it. Yeah. The first fucking hour of that podcast, bro, you just. I was so mad. Off. I was so mad. And I just kind of. This is when we were both in the basement all the time. And yeah. I just kind of <laughs> just sat there. I was like. You just went off literally for an hour. I was just like, I'm just going to sit here and listen because my man is pissed. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. I was. That may have been the nicest thing you said. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Whitfield's on here? What's going on? Live looking from... Whitfield struggling to drop the kids off at the pool. Cunts. <laughs> anyway. So I, I feel like, Justin, you uh, you missed an opportunity because you were talking about uh, the commanders changing their logo to a porta potty. Mm-hmm. I feel like you missed your opportunity because clearly, uh, you know, Dan Snyder shit in the porta potty. So, you know. <laughs> I was actually thinking that too, Randy, but. <laughs> Oh no, he he can't shit in the porta potty. Man, fall in that fucker. <laughs> well, well, wait, he, wait, we've got a caller, man. Wait, <laughs> Sean McVay's on the line. <laughs> nice. Oh man, that's funny. Do I have McVay? I got. I know I got that thing saved somewhere around here. Where is that bad boy? Oh, McVay in the porta potty. Oh, 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 oh! I found it. Here you go. Wait a second. Wait a second. And also, don't be the guy that takes a shit in the porta potties. All right, I, I I went in there, I about threw up. All right, have a little bit more uh, social awareness. That's to take a piss. Don't take a shit in the porta potties. All right. Somebody's sitting in the porta potty. Dan Snyder. We got some putting the camera on the porta potty. See who's sitting there. <laughs> oh, an absolute classic. Oh, I always loved that one. Washington fans probably feel the exact same way about the way Dan Snyder's run that team. Yeah, there you go. yeah get get him out of there, man. It, it will be a day of celebration, and Shannon, there will be a parade. I'd almost, I'd bet you almost anything there will be a, some kind of send off. You know, there will be a send off if he legit sells it, and this is real, and this is not just a dream, right? And we can we can have you. You know what, Shannon? You should get. You should intro some possible owners for the Washington football team. If he was here, he, oh, he uh, left. Dis- he disappeared. Oh no! I know. <laughs> what? Maybe his computer crashed. Oh, that's well, a- all this talk of uh, Dan Snyder is probably just that built up of shit that all of a sudden just you know flushed it down the portable. There you go. It happens. It happens. Well, that's a shame. Oh, well. Sorry, MacGuffin. <laughs> what are you going to do? Mm. All that all that shitty talk about Dan Snyder. I know. There's a lot. It's a lot. I, I just I just hope he's gone. I got lost just reading about it and reading boards, man. And it was just... There's a palpable excitement to the reality that he is gone. It just really is. Really is. 
Anyway, it's time. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Well, let's shift gears a little bit. Let's run through a couple of uh, other things pretty quickly, and then we can, I don't know, enjoy our beverages and just kind of peace out and get out get out of here. Um, we talked a lot about the NFC East and the NFC, <laughs> NFC West earlier, and it, it's funny to me that when you had Seahawks-Giants, that was the only game on Sunday with two teams with winning records. That was crazy. And the could, last thing you'd expect, yeah, to be yeah, honest. Just as they scripted, as they would say. But, you know, the Giants have, have played, a, you know, just above board, man. You, you got to give them credit for finding ways to win. Uh, that being said, the Seahawks, it's the same thing, man. These, these are two teams that have just scrapped their way to relevancy. And there have been people talking about that Geno Smith deserves consideration for MVP, which is amazing to me. Absolutely I mean, he, amazing easily, to me. Easily comeback player of the year. I think that's that's more apt, right? Depending on how yeah. this finishes out. Uh, but I do think Pete Carroll is going to get some strong consideration for coach of the year. Uh, not saying he's going to win it, but I think he right. will certainly be in the, in the mix of the conversation. But, you know, in the fourth quarter, Geno Smith fired off a touchdown pass to Lockett, who had dropped, had dropped one earlier, butterballed what would have been a walk-in touchdown in the third quarter. And it's 2013 Seahawks. And then the Giants punt returner, man, just absolutely fumbled. Just half-asses that day, man. Fumbles the ball. Seahawks recover. And that's when uh, Walker popped off for a touchdown run to really seal the win, 27-13. To uh, to uh, by the way, fun factoid, uh, the last two teams with six-plus wins in their first seven games without a player having at least – 200 receiving yards. I don't mean in a game. I mean in a season. All right. The 2022 Giants and the 1940 Chicago Bears. What a what a weirdo stat drop, right? Just a little bit. Yeah. Bizarro. Uh, I did laugh. I I will say I did laugh at uh, Jerome Boger because Pete Carroll got penalized for sideline interference and Jerome Boger inadvertently announced that the penalty was against the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> that that was Whoops. pretty that was pretty funny. Let me see if I have audio of that. After the play was over, sideline interference. The coaching staff of the Seattle Mariners was in the restricted area. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle Mariners. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> uh -oh. It's, those, it's that commercial. Want to get away? <laughs> Want to get away? <laughs> if it was the Seattle Mariners and the Kansas City Chefs, somebody needed needed the Snickers bar, right? Just saying, if that's Seattle from the early two thousands, that's Lou Pinella, so I could understand why. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lou was fire, fiery, man. Oh, Lou, he was fiery. But yeah, Seattle just keeps finding ways to win, man. Kudos, kudos to them. <laughs> I did. I had zero expectations that Seattle was going to be good this year. Well, I didn't think the Giants would be good either. So, but I'm curious to see. That, not that I'm a Seahawks fan, I'm not. Obviously, Randy is not. <laughs> uh, but I, I think you have to give credit where credit is due, and, and they've done a quite the job um, in the post Russell Wilson era. I, I did love the. Uh, it was one of those troll accounts, and they were like. Denver tries to trade Russell Wilson back <laughs> for for Geno Smith. I laughed. Thought that was so funny. Um, uh, did y'all? Did you? Um, I, my internet dropped for a minute. Did you get the quote from um, Tyler Lockett after the game? Uh, go ahead if you've got it in front of you. 
Tyler Lockett after the game. It's amazing what we can accomplish when no one cares who gets the credit. Oh, really? And he went on, but can't imagine who he was talking about. Don't know who he needs. Er, don't know high knees. Oh, don't know who he means. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't but. tell you. Speaking of high knees, uh, special kudos to the uh, the fields hurdle over uh, over <laughs> over Parsons recovering that fumble, bro. Dear Justin Fields, <laughs> touch the guy down. <laughs> All right, we know you're quarterback. We, we but know. you can still touch him we down. Know. He's down. He's down. He, he's just down. touch him down. Just touch him down, man. Just touch him down. Look, just just a little smack on the butt. Right. That's, all you that's do. it. Forty nine to twenty nine. Uh, but it's easy to forget that the Cowboys have gotten up twenty eight to seven, and the bet the Bears closed that thing to twenty eight to twenty three. Mm-hmm. They did. Right, which is wild. And uh, in the third quarter, when Fields. Completed that pass to Montgomery. Montgomery fumbles that ball, and Parsons recovers. Watching the replay of Fields just essentially hurdling over him was ridiculous. And Parsons just gets up, and you know everybody's like, "Go, go, 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 go!" And you get the scoop and score. That was insane. That score I mean, made, that that particular that defensive score made it forty-two to twenty-three, and you know that was really it. So I mean, all you, all you, if you're going to hurdle the dude, you might as well just do a little nut dragon on top of his head. And there you go. Right. He's down. Just do an air tea bag. It's fine. Just do yeah. an airbag. Airbag. <laughs> just, just rock the airbag on the dude, man. Just, just like, be like, smumming it. And there you go. He's there you down. Go. I mean, damn. <laughs> Where's chef when you need him? Chocolate, <laughs> chocolate, chocolate, salty balls. Yeah. Uh, and kudos to, um, Pollard, by the way, the first Cowboys player with at least 100 rush yards and three touchdowns since 2004. And that would have been, that's right, Julius Jones. Notre Dame guy. How about that? Uh, I do want to thank, uh, for Halloween, you know, we had a great Halloween. Took the kids out. Had a wonderful time. We had a lot of fun. Um, but in honor of Halloween, I like how Cincinnati's offense went full ghost mode and just disappeared. It's just incredible. <laughs> Just incredible. They had look. They had no tricks. They had no treats. It was like it was like it was like the house that sets out a bowl of potatoes on the porch. It's like you know what I mean. It, I mean, it was awful. Yeah, it was that awful. Was definitely fresh from the taint. The, yeah, I mean, BSE <laughs> butt suck. I mean, I don't, I don't know what happened there. They, what, they were handing out candy corn all night. <laughs> yeah, the Bengals were the candy corn of Halloween, or the Mary Janes. Right, the Mary Janes of Halloween. They well, were, they weren't high. But. They well, not 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 that. That's good stuff. Well, they played like they probably had some edibles. <laughs> um, Nick Chubb rushed for two touchdowns. Miles Garrett was all over them. The final score makes it sound like it was better than it was. I mean, the, the Browns beat their ass. Beat their ass. They did. Satsboro five times. The Bengals had two hundred twenty nine total yards. They only had a hundred in the first half. Just mm. pitiful. I mean, I figured they'd miss Jamar Chase, but I mean, hot damn, dude. And I don't know what it is about the Browns versus Joe Burrow, but the Browns against the Bengals under Burrow, man, they have owned them. Absolutely 100% owned them. It's crazy. I mean, it's like the 49ers owning the Rams. I mean, mm -hmm. sometimes you just match up better with somebody. By the way, kudos. And obviously the Eagles beat the Texans on Thursday Night Football. But the Eagles house and the Steelers, Hurts and AJ AJ Brown had himself a day. 
<laughs> had himself a day, bro. He did. By the time he got his third touchdown, and there's like the you know Steelers defenders falling down, and he's like, "Not you, not you, not you." I mean, it, was, it was ridiculous, man. The Eagles, by the way, have not trailed in the second half this season. Because wow. I'm, I'm at least going into Thursday Night Football, and I was watching the World Series game, but I'm pretty sure that the Eagles did not trail the Texans in the second half of that game. No, they may have been tied, but I don't think they trailed. Yeah. So the Eagles have not trailed in the second half at all this season, if that's the case. Pretty sure. That's By the, the way, I like our second chance uh, survival where mm-hmm. we all took Philly last week. Yes. We were like, are, no. are we all taking Buffalo this week? No. Asking no. for a friend. No. Okay. Safe pick, though, I would think. They're at the Jets, so I, yeah. I expect them to win. But Well, yeah, that's all good. But, yeah, Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. four tutties. A.J. Brown, three of them. He and a, a drug test on Monday. Yeah, six receptions, 156 <laughs> yards, three touchdowns in the first half, and a drug test on Monday. But you know what? As obnoxious as, as that drug test is, you deliver that kind of performance in a game, you'd be like, all right, go ahead, bro. Ridiculous. A random <clears throat> drug test. The Eagles, by the way, have had a they have led by double digits in all of their games this season. Good squad, y'all. Yep. Good squad. All around good they're, squad. They're beating the teams they should beat. Yes. Absolutely. Um, but, but it worries me a little bit for them because I'm I looked at their schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's like they've only got like really a couple other games left on that schedule that are against really tough opponents. Now, obviously, when it comes to division games, those are always going to be tough to some degree. Yeah, yeah. But but that's really what they have left is they have a lot of division games, and then they've got a bunch of random games where I don't know. It's 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 just weird because I feel like they're not their schedule isn't as strong as it could be. And obviously, but like I said, they're winning. They're beating the team they should beat. Now, I, I'd just be very curious to see once they finally get to the playoffs, uh, facing against teams that their defenses are on par with each other yeah. or sure. offensively someone's just as good as they are. Sure. So it's – until I see them get, like, through the first round of the playoffs <laughs> – and because we know they're gonna, we know they're playoff bound. Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, playoff bound. Yeah, you're not missing so, at this point. I think it's reasonable to be playoff cautious. They're obviously regular season very good. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's a team that's built to make a to make a a run, and so that's what the season is about. You know, they're a Super Bowl contender, and if they flail in the playoffs and peace out and flame out, then they'll have earned the criticism. Right, I mean that's that's the nature of the beast. That's how it goes. But they they've done a hell of a job, man. They've done a hell of a job so far this season. And kudos to Hertz, man. Lots of people have talked about how you know kind of a prove it year. Well, you He's can be you can be critical of some of their play calling, but here's the thing: you might be like, "Oh, it's just a triple option, y'all." Look, if you execute and you're moving and you get it done, whatever, bro. Wins a win. What are they? Eight no now. Undefeated. So, mm-hmm. Eight win, no. Wins a win. That's all, that's all you guys say. Eight no. Record tells you. Record tells you. Side note: uh, Patriots did beat the Jets. First time going into this game was the first time since 2001 that the Jets actually entered their their matchup with a better record than the Patriots. Wild. 
Wild stat. That's crazy. Belichick shit. did uh, pass George Hallis. Yes. Yep. Belichick did end up passing Hallis for second place on the uh, NFL career victory list, uh, picking up his 325th. That's amazing. 325th win as a head coach. Now, the Patriots have beaten the, the – I think that was the 13th straight time they beat the Jets, which is pretty wild. In my notes, I just want you to know this. This is what I wrote. Second quarter, Mac Jones pick six gets wiped out. Uh, the Jets, Franklin gets flagged on the Mac Jones hit. Would have been 17-3 to three Jets. That that was a bizarro – that was a lame penalty. But this is, what I, this is the part I wanted to read to you. Third quarter, Milfman, a.k.a. Zach Wilson – <laughs> that milf dude <laughs> the milf hunter <laughs> the milf missile <laughs> and if you remember the original american pie milf 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 yeah milf. uh the milf hunter out there i don't know what he was trying to do those are oh like if you're trying God. to throw the ball away throw the damn ball away bro those dude. were shit throws learn how to throw Brutal. it away man yeah, they he had three picks on the day, suck buckets. Because but it, two of them were so brutal, like awful. Just throw them out. Of it. he'll learn. He'll learn. Like you just you gotta live to play another down. That's all. Throw them out of bounds. Just, throw it into the crowd. I don't, those were just something. They were terrible. terrible. It was like what? What are you trying to do? Like I, I just did not understand the throw. Watching him just like it was on the sidelines. Like, did you mean to throw it out of bounds? It just didn't go. Like what was that? I mean, just, yeah, but you're an NFL quarterback, dude. That, that's got to go did. into the crowd. Uh, it's a mess. It's yeah. a mess. Um, not as bad as the Raiders, right? But a mess. Derek Carr, by the way, 15 to 26 for 101 yards with one interception. He was sacked three times. But you know, it's not your day when you get benched and replaced by Jared Stidham. I shouldn't say bench, but he got replaced by Jared Stidham late in the fourth quarter. They're just like, yo, it's over, man. We're just pulling you out. <laughs> <laughs> this is done, bro. The Raiders. The Raiders. 24 to nothing. The Saints beat the shit out of the Raiders. The Raiders didn't cross midfield with the ball until two minutes remained in the game. Jesus. You want to talk about atrocious. That. The is only atrocious. note I have from that game is Kamara also got a hat trick. Yeah, he did. He got three he got three tutties. His first three of the season. Mm-hmm. Two receiving, one rush. When it rains, it pours. But, dude, is there – I don't know, man. Vegas, to me, may be the most disappointing team. Vegas? Because they, they got Devontae Adams in the offseason. Right. And you're thinking, okay, this offense is going to take off. And, um, that, and they got Chandler Jones in the offseason. Oh, it's just brutal. Vegas is disappointing. Because they were a playoff team last year. I would say the expectations for and the reality of <laughs> I don't know Las Vegas was a lot of paper hype. Right? But I would argue that I think the two most disappointing teams, like legit disappointing teams, are the Colts and the Packers. Yeah. I mean, Vegas should have just kept their coach from last year because McDaniel. I I don't know, man. McDaniel's they they did Basachi dirty. They did. They did Basachi dirty. That team played very very hard for him. And, and look, man, I, I know some people don't like the Harbaugh's, but in Baltimore, what did Harbaugh do before he was the head coach? Special teams. Yep. Special mm-hmm. teams. Right. 
It's happened before. I'm not saying Basaccia would have been horrible. I'm not saying that. But that team rallied and played played for him. I mean, that's like that when the team plays hard for the coach, the, the, the owner needs to get his head out of his ass and pay attention to that. Yeah, it matters. Uh, it does matter. McDaniels has uh, – what a disappointment. Yeah, the Raiders are – I think they had inflated expectations and they just – they've been a letdown all season. They've been a letdown. Two and five. So terrible. Just got shut out against New Orleans yeah. of all teams. Pitiful. Pitiful. You know what was not pitiful? What's that? Derek freaking Henry against the Texans. Bruh. Bro. Ran for 219 and two touchdowns. It was Henry's fourth straight 200-yard game against the Texans. <laughs> he is the first player in NFL history to have at least 150 yards and two touchdowns on the ground in four consecutive games against this same opponent. Well, Phil, the other the other stat from that game is all time games with 200 plus rushing yards mm-hmm. and two touchdowns mm-hmm. is six for him, tied four, with <laughs> four against Houston by himself. Yes, four of four of his six have come against the Texans. That is terrible. That is terrible. Dude. Derrick Henry, though, balling but, out, man. But it's like double anybody else. LT's got three. Yeah. Barry Sanders has got three. And isn't Jim he, Brown's got three. I was going to say, isn't it, wasn't it, was it Eric Dickerson he was tied with for most 200-yard games? When I was, well, maybe 200-yard games. That's but what this I'm is, saying. This is 200 plus two touchdowns mm-hmm. that I was referencing from NFL game day final. Yeah. Maybe, maybe so. I know he passed Eddie George for all he time did. touchdowns yep. in the Titans. He got a seventy fifth, so he passed Eddie George. That's right. That's a hell of an accomplishment, mm-hmm. right there, but dude. Just it's so crazy watching Derrick Henry run the ball. It's like a freaking linebacker. Oh, he's huge. Six four two fifteen. He's a running back. It's just well, not fair. What's what's just funny just watching <laughs> him because he it looks like he's moving so slow through the line, but then all of a sudden he just starts pulling away, and you're like. Wait a second. <laughs> How is a man that big that fast? There are certain people that the look, like you watch them and they don't look as fast as they are. Yeah. You know, and some of it's their stride. And I always think, and this is a little bit of a, a topic hop, topic jump, but I always think of like Randy Moss, who you damn well knew was fast, but there was right. something about the way he ran that suckered you. Right, mm-hmm. you'd be watching him run. And you're like, "Well, he doesn't look like he's going that fast," and then he just flies right by somebody. <laughs> you're like, "Holy shit!" You know, yeah, it, it was about the stride. Yeah, yeah. it's about the stride. And Derrick Henry, he's a stud. It's a, it's honestly, it's a shame that he's on that team. <laughs> well, it, it's not that I don't think the Titans go at it hard. Good for them, but they don't have a quarterback. Tannehill's not the answer. Malik Willis just as sure as shit is not ready yet. No, no he definitely was never ready to be. And he what the a hell sitting. were they thinking trading AJ Brown in the offseason? Like, seriously, like, what the hell were y'all? Clearly, thinking? someone had a bad batch of edibles, and that's how the trade went down the way yeah. I see it. Well, sometimes they just don't want to pay, you know, they don't want yeah. to pay him. That's all. That, that, that was, that was going to be a pretty big contract, let's be honest. Yeah. And, he would have been worth he, it. 
I mean, at least at least for this season, it's not going to matter because you're going to win the division anyway. Just because Should. every other team in that division sucks. Oh come on, man! Colts going to go on a run in the back half of this year. Don't hey, lie. you know, Ellinger's just going to pop off and be like, "See, <laughs> I told you, fuckers." Eight, eight, and one, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Eight, eight, and one. Let's go, bro. Let's <laughs> Jeff go. Fisher approves of that, by the way. That's right. He would. <laughs> he would. <laughs> no doubt. All right. Any other uh, NFL thoughts as we wind up the wind up that chapter um, of the podcast? The only thing I got is um, rest in peace to Adam Zimmer, son of uh, Don Zimmer. Oh, he was only yeah. 38 years old. He have passed they, away. Have they released the official? I haven't seen it. Was that no. an accident? Was that a medical? You don't know. Either way, I what was he, 38, 39? 38 years oh, old. Oh, my God. Dude. That's awful. Um, and uh, hit the bricks, Marcus Brady. The Colts fired their offensive coordinator. That'll solve their problems. Yeah, that's really going to solve Dr. It. Evil. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, 20 points or fewer in seven of eight games, averaging 16.1. That It's just not going to get it done. No. Of course, I mean, from the original staff, I mean, the offensive coordinator, coordinator Originally under Reich is now the Philadelphia head coach, and now the defensive coordinator is the Chicago head coach. Mm-hmm. So there's uh, some turnover there. But yeah, uh, drinks on Bradley Chubb. That's yeah. all I got for NFL. Uh, Randy, I, I think we should have a, a 49ers esque RIP here. Yeah, I was kind of, I mean, dude was 91, but yeah, RIP John McVay. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a hell of a life. 91's a good life, man. Yeah. yeah, and what he did for football in general. Oh yeah, um, his entire career, um, a hell of a career, hell of a life. Obviously, he's got his legacy with Sean being a head, you know, Super Bowl winning head coach now, and it's just, yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, but oh, you're gonna say something? I was gonna say Ray Guy passed away today. Yeah, seventy. Oh wow, I didn't realize that. Yeah. I don't know if it was cancer or what. It's just the blurb I saw was just it after. Said a long illness. Yeah, yeah. It just said a long illness. Um, but certainly a rest in peace to uh, Ray Guy. I love the line. Um, I think it was Kornheiser talking about it and saying that uh, back in the day, one of the opposing coaches, uh, because Ray Guy kicked the ball so high, said that they must be messing with it and filling it with helium or something. <laughs> I laughed. Um but uh, talk about a dude that got disrespected, man, for so long, right? Yeah. Some of these old school people are just like, well, we're not going to put a punter in the Hall of Fame. Bro, you know what? It's Special teams is part of football, man. And that, that dude was classic. So mm-hmm. he deserved enshrinement. And y'all made, it, y'all made him wait too, way too long to get in there. Way too long. Just a little bit. A little but bit. Just leave it. Certainly a, a rest in peace for him and for John McVay. And yeah, I mean, at least he got to see you know Sean get a Super Bowl ring. That that's that's pretty sweet. See that your that grandson cool. do that. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. But that's that's quite the life, quite the life. And then just his accomplishments alone. You know what I mean? Like he did so many things. Uh, coached the Giants for a little bit of time, but just his his role as part of the leadership and everything with the Forty ers That's well, Randy, you got to enjoy that. Indeed, I did. But football guy, rest yeah, in it, peace, sir. Mm. 
Yeah, and uh, I'm looking at the schedule for this week, and there's really not a lot of compelling games this weekend. <laughs> Which means they'll all probably be like compelling, good, like good wise. I, I mean, if you look at Titans Chiefs, because you're bro. both five and two, but come on, bro. It's... Titans Chiefs can't wait. I know, but I, I'm just looking at it. I'm just like, is there really anything great this weekend to really well, you sink your teeth into? Tennessee at Georgia on Saturday, man. That's going to be a fun game. Yeah, I think you end up kind of looking college football. I mean, yeah. the Vikings Vikings at Washington is kind of interesting because of the Kirk Cousins angle. Raiders-Jags could just be a shit show. Seahawks-Cardinals, eh. Rams-Bucks, eh. The Chiefs should beat the crap out of the Titans. I'm curious to see how the Ravens follow up um, versus the Saints. That, that's Monday Night Football. Colts, Patriots, I mean, I mean, whatever. Packers, Lions is probably somehow, some way, the you have two teams trying to out-lose each other, so who knows what that's going to be. <laughs> well, the thing is, is <laughs> Packers kind of need this just so they do not. They do. Because the, the, after do. this, they do. It's that schedule ain't pretty. Oh, it's a murderous no. row, dude. No, they've already eaten their ass on certain things, and they had they they need to win the games they should win. Even if mm-hmm. you don't win the games against the heavyweights, you better win the other stuff. Haven't been doing that. I don't know. I, I would say looking at the schedule, I'll probably pay attention to Dolphins, Bears, obviously Packers, Lions, and Vikings, Washington. Outside of that, though, that feels like red zone mode. <laughs> Sounds terrible. I'm, I'm curious. It is to see, what it is, man. Yeah, I'm curious to see if the Chargers are, are butt suck or if they're um, pretty good coming off of their bye. I mean, they have injury issues. So there's going to be some limitations, but 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 but. I think that that ge- actually that game probably will say a lot about both teams, depending mm-hmm. on who wins that. Yeah, legit. All right, what do we have left here? Oh well, you know what. Shannon, you're right. You mentioned Tennessee and Georgia. That's going to be incredible. Um, I do want to say, by the way, Michigan State, y'all are a bunch of assholes. Uh, oh, my God, dude. Don't blame the tunnel for y'all getting into fights and swinging helmets. Uh, that's just garbage. Uh, the beat it's, down of one pl- like, what was it, four or five on one? Crap. Like, come yeah. on, dude. It's a 29-7 Michigan ass whooping on Michigan State, but that's you can't, you can't end, the, end the game like that. Uh, that kind of shenanigans. I, you got suspensions. Terrible. You got other stuff going on. But that was, that was a terrible look. Terrible look. Um, Ohio State absolutely wrecking Penn State. Uh, wild to me that that was 23-21 to 21 around the eight-minute mark in the fourth quarter, and it ends up 44-31. That was Just crazy. Wild. Wild, wild. Uh, instantly, Randy, bro, how the hell? Notre Dame-Syracuse, how the hell on the first play? The Orange's first play, that dude throws a pick six, man. Quickest, uh, quickest defensive score in any game this season, any game. Literally, I was getting ready to head to head to North Carolina for that night for the day, and I was like, "Oh, the game's on! I'll get to start to at least watch it." And mm-hmm. Watching Schrader drop back and just he—it's like he looked right at him too. That's what—that's the thing that frustrated me. With that play, is it looked like he just looked right at the defender, and I'm like, look, "Don't throw it! Don't do it! He, don't, he, look, you fucking idiot!" He channeled the milf <laughs> missile, the milf missile, and sexy Rexy fucking. I'm going deep, 
I'm just well, going, right? Fuck, he channeled Neil O'Donnell on that one from the Super Bowl. Neil O'Donnell. <laughs> was that Larry, wow. was that Larry yes. Brown? Was that, yes, that, it was. was that that Cowboys DB? He looked right at him and said, here, catch. There you go. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Well, here's one for Justin that he'll appreciate. Auburn fired their head coach. Good. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Or as Alex Trebek would say, fuck them. <laughs> Look, I mean, war taint. Go Auburn. I mean, what? <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. You know, I mean, um, you know how I feel about Auburn. You know this. I know. That's why I said that. I know. And Brooklyn fires Steve Nash. Or they mutually parted ways. I, sorry. Oh. They yeah. they mutually, mutually in quotes mutually parted ways. Steve Nash says, "You know, fuck it, I'm out." <laughs> That's enough. I don't blame him. No, get out. Um, I have no issue with the <laughs> rankings of the college football playoff mm-hmm. initially. People whining about TCU. Look, man, just win your games. You'll be fine because we're about to Michigan, Ohio State got to play each other. Tennessee and Georgia got to play each other, and then probably you're going to get the winner of that game versus Alabama in the SEC championship game. You guys got plenty of time. You'll be fine. Don't don't. Oh, I bet I bet the secondary market for Tennessee Georgia tickets is is bananas, bruh. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I bet those tickets no are crazy. They, someone's awesome. making some bank on that game. Yeah, somebody, you know, who's not making any bank. Is anybody that was that went to that Miami Virginia game? No bank. Oh, dude, that was disgusting. Fourteen to twelve. Look, look, look. Four overtimes. That game ended up fourteen to twelve. Miami winning fourteen to twelve in four OTs, and it still hit the under. <laughs> look, there are three three FBS games this season where neither team scored a touchdown. I love this this line, by the way. This stat. Uh, three FBS games this season where neither team scored a touchdown, and Iowa was in two of them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Barf. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, oh by the way, uh, Ben Simmons, Ben Simmons, man, I was joking around with Woodfield. We were, uh, it was one of these random phone calls, but, and uh, we, we were laughing about Ben Simmons and, and some of these problems with the Nets. You know, it was just like, why won't this dude shoot? You know what I mean? Like, it's a fresh start. You got Kyrie's like, shoot the ball. Um, before I post some more anti-Semitic stuff. I'm just kidding. Too soon. Shoot, shoot the ball. And it's like that dude just, he gets it, he just passes it right out. And so I've decided, I've decided, I've decided, man. Ben Simmons looks like he's playing hot potato out there, right? He's always ready to get the ball out of his hands. So I'm just going to let you know, if there's ever a professional hot potato league, Ben Simmons is going to dominate. Absolute <laughs> dominate. And I will play hot potato with Ben Simmons anytime. Anytime. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's Halloween. I got to ask. I mean, is does Ben Simmons, like, in his dreams, is is that Freddy Krueger with a basketball hoop in his dreams? Like, he can't. He just can't. You Gotta are, get, you know. I don't the understand. Best, the funny part about this whole sequence that you just said is uh-huh. bad dreams because I'm I'm having flashbacks of Lily watching the Wiggles and them saying hot potato, hot potato. And I'm going, and you're like Freddy Krueger. I'm like, yes, you're bringing back really bad dreams and memories. Oh, good. Of that stage of life. Glad I could help you, sir. (laughs) And I know I'm about to get songified. So 
Shannon, just shake it off. Fuck that up. Dance how you kill this. I understood the assignment. You want to get so what do you want to get songified with, man? I just told me you could shake it off. Oh. Well, there you go. I was gonna say hot potato by the wiggles, but okay. Oh. I don't think he has that one on deck, dude. Hot potato? You you are actually He's asking not... for a hot potato by the wiggles? No. Oh no. Jesus! I've never heard this. Oh, oh you you missed see that what you, part. See what you've done? Now he's gonna search for it. You did this to yourself, McGuffin. We should tweet this at Ben Simmons. We should send. <laughs> we should send this to him. We found your calling. Cold spaghetti, cold spaghetti. Oh wow! Ironically, the shooting style. Shannon, how did you not eat edibles? <laughs> they weren't legal at that point. I drank a lot. Did you ever take your daughters to a live show? I Amber did. I don't know if it was Wiggles or not. Well, I obviously, we... I mean specifically the Wiggles fuckface. <laughs> I don't think so, no. Probably not a bad thing. We did Sesame Street, but not not the Wiggles. Oh, dude, I gotta I gotta clear that out of my ear holes. Yes. Oh. Fuck them. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, that that's accidental, but that is accurate as hell. Accurate. But it's like you watch. It's not really accidental. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like you watching Cars three all them times. Like oh. it just gets ingrained in you, and you just try to forget about it. And something comes oh, up and makes it, you think about it. It just became white noise. I was so used to hearing uh, oh Cars, God, any of the Cars movies, and Frozen. Everything related to those, oh. it was just white noise. Like you, you either you either spend your time raging about it, or you just, you know, you have to go. You have to engage this mode. Do I look like I give a fuck, Billy Gap? And I, it's just there. <laughs> there. There's no other way. There's well, no it, there, there's no other way to get through that. I mean, it, it clearly scarred Shannon because I can see him ready to start twitching from just listening to that shit. <laughs> All right, so Shannon has a new theme song. I'm gonna oh bring, no! I'm gonna bring him into Hot Potato next week. <laughs> you, you think I'm kidding? I'm gonna bookmark. No, I know you're not. I kidding. know you're not kidding. Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna bookmark bookmark that, and you're getting brought in, a hundred percent. The hot potato next week. Dude, that's Ben Simmons. The Ben I can't Simmons, take Ben Simmons song. The Ben Simmons theme song. You get it. Damn. You get it. It's your own fault for bringing it up. I had never heard that. I was unaware of that. So right about now. It's a, it's a hot potato. Cold oh no, cold spaghetti! Fuck y'all. <laughs> again, Ben, ben Simmons shooting style. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, derp, derp, derp. Chicken in the basket. How do you fuck that up? How do you fuck that up? <laughs> I'm just saying, you brought it on yourself, MacGuffin. 
I just want you to know that. Well, if I could turn back time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know we've already used that one, so. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. I will give you extra credit. Share. Yeah, we're definitely there at that point. <laughs> but, but let's be honest. I, I think uh, Shannon dreamed a dream that he had just never heard of the Wiggles ever. Oh, jeez, what are you doing to me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Shannon wanted to be songified. There you go. Oh my god. <sighs> I gotta find. We dreamed a dream. <laughs> oh, here it is. There you go. <laughs> At least, at least we're not trying to find some, you know, some sort of Titanic thing to just talk about shit. Oh, look, look man. Send Dan Snyder down on the Titanic. That's, <laughs> that's the only thing. That's the, the only thing. That, that dude would not go down with the ship. He'd be grab a kid and try to get onto a, one of those rescue boats. <laughs> you know he'd do the same thing as that same uh, Billy Zane did. <laughs> I got a child! No short Oh no, short Dan man. Gotta get nope. out of there. It's gone. I was looking for something in particular, and I don't know that I'm gonna be able to find it before we need to shut this thing down. Holy Toledo. Look, it's two o'clock. We actually hit two, and I think we're done. That's pretty sweet. That's awesome. Oh, 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 now I remember. Here you go. It took me a minute to, to remember where the hell I was trying to go. I effed it up, but that's okay. So, Dan Snyder, right? I hope the rumors. I hope it's Jeff Bezos, because I hope it's extra salt in the wound. You know what I mean? And I want, I want Bezos, I want Bezos to do a, a TikTok with this song when he buys the Washington football team. My money don't trickle, trickle, it falls. I like to see you wiggle, wiggle for sure. It makes me want to dribble, dribble. You know, riding in my fear. You really have to see it. That's what I want. I would be ha I, I would be happy. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how you found that one. <laughs> I'll take you had you never heard that before? No, I have not. Oh, I think one I think one of the um the great clips that was making the rounds was Shakira doing a little dance sequence to that. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh but that that went that kind of popped pretty big sometime within the past couple of months. It's actually kind of catchy. My money don't jiggle jiggle, it falls. I like to see you wiggle wiggle, for sure. It makes me want to dribble dribble, you know, riding in my fear. You really have to see it. And I had to read that to know, because to me it's Fiat, <laughs> you know what I mean, the car. Right. I, I didn't catch right. the Fiat, like it, it threw me. But anyway, it's kind of a slick line. Six feet two in a contract. Six feet two. Riding in my fear, you really have to see it. Six feet two in a compact, no slack. But luckily, the seats go back. I got a knack to relax in my mind, sipping some red, red wine. Shepherd's Bush. It's a <laughs> speaking of Bush. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, hey, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Justin. I couldn't picture someone your size in a Fiat. Well, it'd have to be a big car. By the way, Kevin Hart won. You're not going to see me in a compact. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Only that way. 
You have to drag. <laughs> you'd have to drag my ass into that damn thing. Did y'all see Kevin Hart dressed as Peter Dinklage for uh, Halloween? No, that's not. glorious. I haven't seen that. You should send a picture of that in the chat. All right. All right. Here, I'm gonna send you Shakira dribble dribble, or wiggle wiggle, or what whatever. <laughs> wiggle wiggle. <laughs> Now, the only thing I saw was Justin posting a picture of someone doing uh, a little House of the Dragon costume for Halloween. Yeah, that was great. That was great. That was great. I love I that. that. I just died laughing. I love that. Yeah. Um, I mean, like my kids are six and eight, so we're still in prom, Halloween, Tom. I mean, it's it's so fun, and they have a good time. So it makes it fun, uh, particularly now that I realize that as the adult in the situation, we visit my mom in Carytown, and I have a a Yeti with tasty beverages in it. It's a wonderful way to do Halloween. They have candy. <laughs> I have a beverage. It works out really well. So it's a fair trade. I guess I should say Tyrion Lannister, not Peter Dinklage, but I think you guys knew what I meant. Wasn't was Miles Garrett Vecna? Yes, yes, he was. Now that was that a was hell- a pretty impressive costume. That was a hell of a costume. Yeah, there it is. That was crazy. It's, like, it's was... like every Halloween he like just goes all out when he shows up to the game. Clearly, that's his holiday. Was it Miles Garrett that had the tombstones of quarterbacks that he sacked? Yes. Oh, that's great. Good on that guy, man. That's fun. Anyway, all right, let's get the hell out of here. Um, at oh, a... uh, oh, congratulations okay. to Nick Cannon for eleventh child. Oh my god, bro, dude. <laughs> Van Wilder has said it. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool. Yeah, let's not give Philip Rivers any ideas of trying to play catch up. <laughs> he only was two behind. I is guess he, two is behind he just trying point. to have a bunch of extras for a new Mariah Carey Christmas song video? Like, what is he doing? Bro. Probably. Bro. You know, you know she's almost back. Christmas Mariah Carey is almost here. Dude, I love that she posted the video of her as Halloween and then. It went right to Chris. I put it in the chat earlier. Yeah. That, was, yes, it, that, that, that was pretty cool. She did that. It's pretty funny. I'll laugh at that. But anywho. All right. Tennessee, Georgia. Looking forward to watching that one on Saturday. Hopefully that's a hell of a game. But look, gents, as always, great to catch up. It was a lot of fun. Um, hopefully we're all rested and healthy and ready to roll next week. Um, got a four-day weekend, so I'm going to sleep late and chill gonna be nice although i'm sure we're gonna do some parental visits (laughs) and we'll find some work to do along the way but uh i am certainly ready for a nice long weekend uh but anyway as always enjoy the sports enjoy the weekend and you know we'll see if mattress mac is 75 million dollars richer at the end of the uh end of the world series hopefully i can get this posted before game before game six is over because uh, that would be tough if the Astros win and this isn't posted yet. <laughs> that'd be kind. Of, that'd be kind of tough. That's going to depend on the work day tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it's all right. But anyway, uh, gents, great to catch up. And again, uh, Todd, thanks for the invite. Had a great time seeing you. Happy birthday, friend. You know we love you. And you know, again, a day of celebration. If Dan Snyder is legitimately selling the Washington football team, er, Redskins, er, Commanders, it is. It will be a day. Of celebration, and well, if that's all you guys are gonna do is blow Duke. I might as well just go to bed, dude. 
blow Duke all you want. If, if that guy is gone, it's it <laughs> is a great, great, great day. Cannot wait. Like Bart Scott can't, can't wait. Can't wait. Cannot wait. But anyway, from all of us, all of you, have a great weekend. Enjoy the games, and we'll catch you next week. We'll catch you on the flip side, and we will be talking about the World Series winner and hopefully some good football, some good football this coming weekend, man, both uh, college and NFL. All right, y'all. Get some rest. We'll catch you next week, friends. Late. Peace. <laughs> and if all else fails, always remember <laughs> from your friends at the Sports Brew, Nope, that's not it. Oh, no. What happened? Fuck them. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what well, was funny is I went back to the tab that was supposed to be Alex Trebek, and it, it, had, it had played the Trebek soundbite, and it went to the failhorn. So I guess, realistically, even YouTube knows our preferences. So Either way. That part is kind of funny in its own way. True. Thanks a lot, MacGuffin. That's your what can I say except... You're welcome. I just want I just want you to know that that everybody to know that that is MacGuffin's fault, and he deserves no love at all. <laughs> Even YouTube tried to drop out of that video. That's how pitiful that was. Anyway, thanks a lot, Shannon. Yeah, thanks a lot, bro. You're welcome. Fucking potatoes. Son of a bitch. Well, you know, you can make drinks out of potatoes. Actually, we shouldn't hate potatoes because you know what you get from potatoes? Vodka. Vodka. There you go. All right. Go get some rest, gents. We'll catch you on the flip side. And uh, to everyone else, good night now. Thanks, y'all. Oh, my God.